Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where, for a change, my friends and I will be playing Cult Divinity Lost. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Cult is a game system divine, designed by Robin Lillianberg, Petr Nalo, and Marco Behrman. The core book uh, is filled with stunning and wonderfully disturbing art by a number of artists. Uh, the game is available from Helm Gas, and I will be sure and include a link to their site. The scenario we are playing is called Judgment. It was written by Matthew Sanderson, who is also our game master. This will be episode one. I think I'm correct in saying that only a few of us have played Cult before, so they will have to help a little, the ones like myself, who have not. Also, a warning to our viewers as a courtesy, this one may be very disturbing, uh, so trigger warnings apply. Uh, it seems apropos also that today is Friday the 13th. So let's begin our journey into the darkness. Matthew? Right, thank you very much, Tom. Indeed, one of the emphasis that is given in the cult rulebook is to make sure that cult is a terrifying and horrifying game, but done so in a safe manner. So there are definitely trigger warnings for uh, for this scenario. Uh, if the topics of abortion or child mutilation potentially, or in the conflict of religion versus the state um, surrounding particularly that first topic, abortion, if any of that really isn't the kind of thing that you want to see, then by all means, have a look at some of our other videos on the channel. This may not be the one for you. That said, if you want to uh, dive into something a bit darker, then hope you're still with us. So the setting, it's the not too distant future, maybe only four or five years away from now, set in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, the opening scene begins at 11.30 on a Saturday night in the middle of summer. The city's been gripped by one of the worst heat waves in recent memory with temperatures soon expected to exceed the previous record high of 122 degrees Fahrenheit. Or for those of you in my side of the pond, that's 50 degrees Celsius. Uh, city authorities are advising residents to take basic precautions such as to drink more water and avoid drinks containing caffeine, sugar and alcohol. When going outside, light colored clothing is encouraged to reflect the heat and to travel only for short periods. Over 100 heat related deaths have already occurred in this region this summer with the elderly and the homeless most at risk, and the death toll is already expected to rise. Despite this, however, the media continues to report that the government denies climate change is responsible for the escalating death toll. Protests across the country are growing as the public demands action must be taken. For some time, the local news stations have also been reporting on the protests and demonstrations conducted by church-sponsored pro-life groups that are mounting pressure on the state to outlaw abortion. In this slightly future timeline, um, most of the US has changed its stance in regards to abortion, and most of the states have outlawed the practice. Arizona at this point is one of the very few that remains where it is still legal under certain circumstances. Even in the middle of the night, though, it's uncomfortably warm. Uh, the Caldwells, our family here, uh, plus Tyler, who is, uh, we'll, soon, we'll soon do introductions, uh, has just arrived after being called by Jessica, are gathered around the kitchen table at the Caldwell home to discuss something that's just happened. Uh, the Caldwell home is a lovely two-story building in the North Mountain Village 
area of Phoenix. It's a little bit north of downtown. These are rows in a grid network, almost like a rectangle grid, uh, where you have about six and eight homes on a street. Um, they're usually much of the same construction. Nearly all of them have got a pool behind the house because, hey, it's hot in the desert. Everyone's got a pool. Um, you've got a largely open plan house. So as you go in through the front door, you've got off to the left, you've got much a kicking, kind of kitchen diner area, more the dining area than the kitchen behind it. Whereas off to your right, you've then got a lounge and then that extends right the way back to the, uh, to the back of the house. Central staircase, which goes up, and then arterial corridor off the uh, where you've got the, the, the main bathroom, a um, couple of bedrooms for the two daughters, and then the master bedroom and ensuite for the uh, the mother and father. So we'll do a quick round of introductions, kind of setting the scene with you guys. In um, sat around this big, large family wooden table, just after um, Tyler has arrived and been shown in, so that there's this kind of awkward silence that's filling the room so yeah, if people want to introduce their characters there are secrets amongst people here i'll make no bones about that so be careful what you uh, what you want to reveal because not everyone might not know everything that's going on about you so um arbitrarily as it's on my screen we'll start with the father of the house george i am george caldwell i am the father of the house as i say i'm a professional artist um, I've been on and off successful with my work and uh, I'm very happily married to my wife. Um, I have uh, two beautiful daughters. Um, my daughter Genesis has gotten me involved in a church where I am currently painting uh, the auditorium uh, with uh, biblical scenes, scenes of heaven, things like that. Um, and I'm my daughter, Angelica, I was hoping was following in my footsteps, but she seems to be making some awful choices. Yeah, you, uh, you resemble that remark there, Angelica. Uh, next round, we'll do the, the mother of the house. So, Jessica. I'm Jessica Caldwell. I am a detective with the Phoenix, Arizona Police Department, have been for many years. I'm proud to serve my city. I'm good at my job, but apparently I've not been watchful enough in my own home. Uh, I'm very stunned and disappointed, upset, and I, well, Tyler, I want to know his involvement, so I called him here so we can all discuss it together, because this is a family matter, and it should have been discussed beforehand. Agreed. Okay. Next, we'll go around to uh, the good daughter, Genesis. <laughs> uh, Genesis. We don't like to use the term good daughter. Yeah, true. She's just... Yeah. Favorite then. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm Genesis Coldwell. May the church guide you and your faith be restored. I am here to help you further your knowledge of Christ. And every life deserves to live. No one deserves to die. That's why I am heavily against certain things. 
and something has been brought to our attention this evening, and hopefully the Lord can help us. That Mostly we... agree with her. <laughs> Before we get to the last daughter, we'll go to Tyler. Uh, uh, I'm uh, not entirely certain what the urgency of Jessica's call uh, is about. The house is really tense. Um, Angelica and I have been seeing each other for the better part of a year. Um, uh, you know, we're both students. Uh, we have a lot of interests in common. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I hope that whatever, I mean, we've generally gotten along, so I hope whatever uh, has people upset, we can figure out. Okay, and last but certainly not least, Angelica. Hi, um, I'm Angelica Caldwell. Um, I, uh, as Tyler said, I'm, uh, I'm a student at the local university. <clears throat> I'm studying art, uh, following in my father's footsteps. I've always loved art, uh, the history of art and everything like that. Um, I want to start off by saying that I love my family uh, very dearly. They, they do mean a lot to me. Um, but things really, in my opinion, started to go really downhill when, um, unfortunately, my sister was hurt and that kind of caused her to change her views on the world and ever since then she's kind of led my family in a bit of a spiral to somewhere that I didn't really like um, and then unfortunately something happened recently and because of my sister's new views and the views she's uh, in my opinion forced upon the family I had to make some choices that I didn't necessarily really want to make um, and that's why I find myself now in this really awkward situation with my boyfriend, who I also love very dearly. Um, and yeah, I just, everything's been happening so quickly lately. And I just, I don't really know which way to turn or anything. I don't know who to trust. And I don't know what to do in this situation anymore, because it's all just kind of I've just tried to keep everything in the pot and it's just boiled over now. Well, there we go. The stage is set. Curtain rises. Over to you. So, Jessica, uh, you sounded really uh, upset when you called me over. It seemed like it was a, you know, something very immediate. Um, What's going on? Well, I, I thought that you, you would have known. Uh, I didn't tell Angelica. Him. Does he no. not know? No, I, Angelica no. wouldn't tell him. I didn't even want you guys to know, Mum. Why? Why would I tell him? Why would I stress him out? Oh, look, Angelica. We're concerned. At least at the moment, I'm concerned. Do we need to take you to the, the hospital to no, check you out? It's fine. It's all, it's all. I mean, you could be injured. Yes, these, these things go, they go wrong all the time. Well, actually, you know, in places where procedures are legal and above board, they're really safe. 
Yeah, but Tyler, I don't think that she went to a doctor. I I couldn't. You didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't go to one of the legal ones. Do do you guys not understand that? Because, um, you know, I'm just going to address the fucking elephant in the room. Um, our prissy little fucking beautiful sister over here. Um, she protests outside of the legal facilities. How am I meant to fucking deal with that? My own sister yelling at me and screaming at me that I'm a murderer and throwing shit at me. I can't deal with that. I don't want that for me or my family. Why didn't you talk so why... to us about it? Oh, dad. Seriously? Ever Seriously. Since... No, ever since she's come home and, and all that shit, you've been just as bad as her. You've just sucked into this whole... Look, and, and Genesis, I'm, I know... I know you got hurt and I know what happened was horrible and I wish we knew who those those guys were. I do, okay? And and I know it was a really shitty time. And and in and, and a lot of ways, I'm really glad that you found God and you found a way to cope through it. But then forcing that shit on the rest of us and projecting that on us, Look, it's hold on, fucking hold on, bullshit. Angelica. I didn't force Angelica. Yes, you did. Your Fuck sister off. did not compel you to go out and get an abortion you i'm too young the to have a baby then we, why didn't you say something to us we could have helped you you have a family we what would, would you have done mom what Dad? do you what, think what, that we would what would have you done? have done would you have let me go they, would you have forced me to have the baby they would have raised the child we would have own. helped you to raise the child i'm not no it's a you god's know, creation that's that's you, not your choice Thank you, Tyler. Yes, that's not your choice. But hey, I was going to come to me. We could have figured out a time that Genesis was at church and not, you know, stalking the place. Yeah, but uh, there, there's, always, there's always people there, Tyler, and her little church buddies, her little, like, you know, they would have just gone, oh my God, Genesis, look, did look, you be your sister? Was that we, obviously, was- you don't seem to be wanting to deal with this as an adult. And that's exactly the reason why you should have come to us on this. Yeah, well, if she's not adult enough to make this decision, then she's not adult enough to parent a child. Thank you. And yeah, I just you wish, I just wish we're we here. We can help take. I mean, you could have at least given it up to adoption or something. Yes. Every life deserves to live, sister. The thing is, if you're making these decisions because you're afraid of what Genesis is going to do, then you're not acting like an adult. Do you honestly think that mom and dad? would abandon you because of something like this. Children get pregnant every day. Every day. Every family has this Look, problem. Look, we were safe. Tyler, we were safe, right? Yeah, yeah. No, we were really scrupulous. I didn't want to end up here. Well, obviously God you weren't safe enough. How many months long was it? It wasn't that long. It were wasn't you like sure that you were pregnant? Yes. Yeah, I know. I went and got tested that the free... Um, they at the, the the school they have a place where oh. they can give you them. Well, I'd be comfortable if we took you to a doctor's and had him make sure that you weren't infected or anything else. Where the hell did you get this done, it Jessica? Matter. Where where, oh, it where does, did it, you get something it like this? It does matter. It matters to me, actually. What are you gonna do, Mum? You're gonna go smash like you're gonna go kick the door in and flip it all over? No, well, there are these are illegal. 
I know I'm someone really weird would like to have a word with that establishment. Tell them that it is wrong. And Angelica, you need to yeah. stay away from that establishment. Angelica. Yes, mum. My department has been tracking a number of young girls who have gone to these illegal clinics to have these work done. This, and they've been terribly, terribly injured and harmed. I'm Ultimately, fine. I am concerned for your safety. And if the person who's operated on these girls is the one that operated on you, I need to know. Well, it's not obviously because I'm fine. Look at me. I, am I in pain? Am I am I hurt? Am I bleeding? I don't know. No. Jessica said you were staggering when you walked in. Yeah, how did this all come out? God, just, they, they just started pressuring me and it just sort of I just kind of it, oh. it came out like an anger and everything and I just I didn't want to deal with it anymore. And we might have been able to do it too. You know, I love you. I, 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 you wish you could have, I wish you could have talked to me. I mean, I know, I understand, and no offense, I like you people, but I understand the pressure you felt from your family, but, you know, I should have known. It's, you em, know. Emma took me. You know, Jessica, I knew that a crisis like this was on its way. It just seems it? inevitable. I wouldn't even be put it past our beautiful daughter, Genesis, Falling by the wayside. It's a, it happens. Oh, in Dad, every you don't family. have to worry about Genesis. I, 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 I worry you, about all of you. I don't know what you mean about this pressure, Tyler. There should. There's no pressure here. God guides us. The church guides us. Oh yeah, Tyler. No, I forgot the to mention. You. There's not actually four members in this family. There's five. Because fucking God, it's always fucking here. And Richard. Richard will always... We should take you to Richard. He'll be able to make sure you are fine. Um, Richard can suck you. a fat dick. Genesis? Richard can suck a fat dick. Okay, okay all, right, let's, all right. We don't let's, need... Yeah. We'll let's cleanse. try to... Let's... Cleanse. Let's all be res respectful here. Angelica, I love you. I will always love you. I love you too, Mom. I. I didn't, I didn't do this... Like, that's what you guys don't understand. I didn't do this to hurt you. No, I didn't do any of this to hurt you. You under you 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 have to understand that we, our whole lives, your whole life, has been wrapped up in every moment of our life, and that's love. And you went out and you had some illegal maniac perform some medical procedure on you. That fucking terrifies us pardon my language we're upset we're not gonna what what can we do you're an adult you you, you can't be sent to your room without supper anymore you know and it's it's bad enough i gave you, you are, a reason why i went to the illegal i i understand all right okay. all right so let's say that's all over with there's nothing we can do about that now but we really need to make sure that you're okay that that physically look they if, didn't if, they could have if, scraped your uterus and they could have if you want me to go to a normal doctor that's fine I'll, i'm i'm happy to go to a normal doctor and get checked out i don't have an issue with that well let's do that tomorrow. i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna go to the clinic because i don't want genesis and her little friends 
I mean, they're going to fucking know anyway. Genesis, know you're not Genesis. going to say anything about this to anybody. I need no. your promise. Even God. Well, God I knows. pray to God all the time. God already knows. God will cleanse you, Angelica. No, I just will. set God aside for a few moments and please. Thank you. I need you to. This cannot be mentioned to anybody at the church. Richard will always have to know. No, he doesn't. You can't. Have to know. You can't. See, Genesis. Richard Genesis is, not, is what I mean. Yeah. Genesis. Yes, this is. So this is family. This is a family matter. You're. You're. Your dad has an opportunity here with that mural. Right. And you could jeopardize that. No. I, all it will jeopardize is that he will want to cleanse Angelica. No, it's, well, not, it's, not, his it's not his business to cleanse and Look. Look. I went to an illegal clinic and got an abortion. Uh, Genesis apparently went to the church and got a fucking lobotomy. So. A, a, a person is not going to be cleansed unless they want to be. And Angelica is not interested. Not yet. So anyone can give be her time. Changed. But I want, I want no one's talking about this at church because you don't know people, but you're, you're also young and naive. You think that people are all sweet and, and innocent. And they start rumors, and it could destroy this whole family. Not Genesis. everyone is sweet and innocent, Father. There are Genesis. some Genesis. sinners. Look out at there. me. Look at me, Genesis. Angelica. You are one of them. You are a Genesis. sinner at this point. Genesis. All right. Listen to me. All right. I love you. Okay. You're my sister, and and I love you. All right. And, and I you know what? Love the fact. You, the fact that you have did. found the fact that you found your faith. It's fine, all right? I understand that. And like I said, I'm glad that you found a way to be able to deal with what happened to you. But you can't keep forcing it on other people, okay? That's what I don't like about this Mother whole thing. And father Always talking about themselves. how you're going to get Richard to come right, and the two of you need me. to stop. The two of you Mother need to stop. and father found it themselves. Look, oh, stop. Hold on. Stop yeah. now. All right. Tyler. Yeah. You're also young. This is the consequence of sex before marriage, sex without protection. We had protection. Yeah, George, we we never uh, did anything without a condom. It, you know, it wouldn't we we know better than that. You well know, then I, I'm going to ask a question that's that's not going to be a very popular question, but since we've thrown ourselves into the reality of the world now, um Angelica, is Tyler the only person that you've been with? Oh my God, yes. In the Dad. last year. Well, then it must be used, Tyler. I'm sorry, there's no, unless, unless Angelica just aborted the new baby Jesus, uh, you caused her to get pregnant, and that has caused her to get an abortion, and that is the whole problem going on tonight. So yeah, it's, that, that it's is not great. entirely his fault. That's not fair, George. No, it's not. It's, it's no one's their fault. fault. It's no one's fault. Okay, it 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 happens. As, after all, as Genesis could tell you, it's a fallen you world. Sinned. So yes. uh, things you both sin. Perfect. Well, yeah, we you must both repent in your own way. Jessica, I'm, I'm sorry. Can I, I just want to ask you. I'm. I totally agree that we should. That Angelica should see a, a competent above board position and make sure everything's okay. Is she going to be under any legal liability under those circumstances? Doctors can't reveal 
no about their patients right. no she's she's not okay she and talks about the first person look so. I, look and angelica i'll 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 take you dear god, god okay and look i just i'm i'm not going to go kick in this place's door and raise hell but i i really just just you and me in the car we'll we'll go we'll go tonight just make sure that you're okay and i just need to know who it is what do you want to go back to the go back to the clinic no 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 i need no we need to take you to get somebody uh looked at what we will everybody stop Now that there's a little bit of silence that falls over the uh, falls over the room, Jessica seems to be maybe looking slightly up, and for a second you think you hear what sounds like some kind of cry coming from upstairs, and the sound of moving feet as if someone is upstairs in one of the bedrooms. All of us are just her. Now that there's it, it was just Jessica to begin with, but now that she's gone quiet, you all hear it. What in the hell? A sign um, from our lord. I, I get up immediately and go upstairs. Dad, who's home? I asked the lord for a sign. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the uh, Louisville Slugger that's uh, next to the door as I go upstairs. Okay. Maybe it's a it's a it's a rabid raccoon or something. Or Father, a greet it. Whatever cat. it is, it greet it as a sign. Treat it as a sign. Oh it sounds like Genesis. just be quiet. It sounds like definitely a female and in a hell of a lot of pain. Alright. I'm going. I'm going. Actually, there's so, a heck of a... Oh, well, you're the cop. Yeah, you come with me. You go first. Here, get the Yeah, I'll, I'll stay on <laughs> the Yeah, yeah hand me the bat. Um, I know where my gun is, but this person sounds in a lot of pain. In is our house. Is his friends over or something? No. Well, 11.30 at night, they're not. Just you in the house as far as you were away. Yeah. Alright. So it sounds like then George goes over to the stairwell, passes the uh the instrument to Jessica, and then the both of you are heading up there, but Jessica heading first. Yeah. Yeah. And you get up did, to the Did she ever get oh, up? Up up to her? I no. Not at this point. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you get to the landing and you can then identify which room it's coming from. It's coming from Angelica's room. You can see there's a light turned on inside. The doorway is very partially cracked, so as if the door's open, but you can't see what's inside, apart from just this outline of light from the other side. Who's in there? We're armed. You hear some more shuffling and another kind of muffled female cry. Then the door opens wide and there's a man stood there in what looks to be a green surgical scrubs splattered with blood his mouth is covered and he's got his hair tied back and a, uh, like a hat over the top um, so you can just about see his eyes you can't see his mouth but you can see the mask move in front of him he says well for heaven's sake get in here and help me okay i need i need more pairs of hands and then he turns around and just goes back into the room you can see that now the door is open it looks like a tiled old operating theatre. You can see that there's a bench where there's rows of surgical instruments laid out. You can catch the sight of a, a bed 
that's or an elevated platform in the middle of the room where there's stirrups and a, a bare female foot poked into one of them. And that's where this this sound seems to be coming from. This is not your daughter's bedroom. That sounds like the first role of the game where Jessica's stood there going, Aah! and yeah, in, in terms of Call of Cthulhu, this would be a sanity check at this point. So first mechanic, this is a keep it together role. So take your 2d10, look at your willpower stat, Great. and add that together. You are looking for anything high is good. Okay, that is not high at all. That's a seven. Right, the uh, the bands of success here, we'll start as we mean to go on, uh, are 15 and above. All good, that's generally a unqualified success. Anything from 10 to 14 is kind of a success, but with a complication. Yeah, nine and below is an outright failure. So, there are some options for you, which I've given all the players a copy of the reference sheet that has the, uh, the options outlined here. And with keep it together. The strain is too much for your mind to handle. The GM chooses your reaction. Cower powerlessly in the threat's presence. Panic with no control of your actions. Suffer emotional trauma or suffer life-shattering trauma. I think at the moment this is definitely that freeze moment like a rabbit in headlights. You are just completely out of your depth here and just stand there quivering, unable to move, trying to process what the hell is going on. So, George, your dear, uh, your dear wife's just frozen up. Do you want to give me um, give me a roll to see how you react? That's the same kind of roll? Yep, so plus okay. willpower. I, I thought you were talking to plus So I got a 15. Okay, you are capable of acting without any problems. You you can certainly react as, as you wish and find, yeah, this might be downright weird, but mechanically you have no impediment. Okay, did, did you say that the door opened? We saw this. He said that to us, and then he closed the door? No, the door's left. What that door's, door's left wide open, open, so you can see the operating theater inside. Uh, I step inside and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on in here?" And I'm walking in. Okay, yeah, you see the whole panorama of the room now, and you see that the back wall is a series of um, sheets, like curtains, that have been pulled back. Uh, there's no windows in here. This seems to be a very dingy room lit by um, strip neon lights. And as you're the the artist, you've got an eye for aesthetics. This doesn't look new. This this doesn't look like modern equipment. If anything, you'd say this is this is a room from back in the eighties. You think the it's like something from the an old style. movie. Yeah. Yeah. it the style of the room, the the equipment here, um, the guy's shoes, um, what little bit of the clothing you can see poking out from under his scrubs when he's got his back turned to you. Yeah. This is this isn't now. This is this is something from the past. Okay. I you think... can see. A, Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm stunned. Uh, I see my wife is kind of frozen in her tracks. I'm going to grab the baseball bat out of her hand and go over and threaten the guy. Who the hell are you? What are you doing in my house? Um, he turns around and he's got this baby in his hands covered in blood that's still got the umbilical cord going into a slit where evidently a cesarean's been performed and something's gone wrong. She is just gushing blood on the operating table. He just thrusts this uh, this baby at you and just says, For God's sake, hold it! I've got to try and stop the bleeding! Okay, well, 
somebody throws a baby at me, I tend to drop the baseball bat and grab catch the baby. Okay. Even though it doesn't yeah, make any sense. This, you've got this newborn, maybe slightly premature. Uh, looks like a baby is crying, is its little arms are moving, it's kicking its legs. And you can see on one cheek, um, on its right cheek, there's almost like this little thump, thumbprint-like birthmark that's, that's there, but otherwise just looks like an ordinary baby. Uh, the doctor's turning the air blue and swearing. Uh, those of you downstairs, now that the door's wide open, you can hear bits and pieces of this um, conversation, or at least the, the scene playing out upstairs. So if you want to want to interject, by all means, just say when. Yeah, um, you know, like, uh, you guys have had a break yet, um, and sh uh, will we be okay if I go upstairs and see if your parents need help? Um, and I, I'll look over at, um, at Genesis, and God she's will... probably praying or something weird. God will protect her. He and will... I'll just be like, yeah, just go see what's going on, make sure my parents are okay. Okay, and call if you need anything, babe. Should I call the cops? No, because God has protected. Yeah, let's see what I'm your mom says about that. Yeah. Well, if we've had a break in, mum will need backup anyway. I mean, there's there's a voice that's not your dad's up there, right? So yeah, yeah maybe we should. All right, I'll call the cops. You can you go check on them. I'm... Yeah, I'll see Genesis, what I can just do. Fucking stop being weird. Whatever it is. I'll, I'll go over somewhere. to the phone. Yep, no problem. You you can call the police without any problem. So the phone the phone works, and you get through to them without any issue. So that that will be happening as everything upstairs is resolving about the same time. And Tyler's heading upstairs. Genesis will also follow, but praying on her way. She'll be behind Tyler. Then. Okay. Yeah, Tyler then gets to the uh, the door where Jessica's just stood, just almost like frozen. Like you can see that the cogs are turning, but evidently something's grinding in there and not working the way it should do. That she's just overcome by, well, overcome by the whole situation, really. Uh, as you both get to the door, um, George is in there holding the baby. You can feel this attempt at a grip on your um, on your arm as the woman on the um, on the operating table grasps you, and you can see that she's trying to mumble something. Um. Did you say that to me or Tyler? Yeah, uh, to George. Just Tyler appears in the oh, doorway as. All right. As this um, what? What? And I, I'm, I'm leaning over while the doctor's working on her. Do I recognize her at all? Do I, have I seen her before? First time you've ever seen her in your life. What? What does she say? If I get close, do I have to pull something? No, no. You, you get close enough. Just over the, uh, over the noise that the doctor's making, trying to, uh, trying to stop this. Almost a fountain of blood coming out of her and just that's dripping and sapping over the floor. You lean in close to try and catch what she says, and she just whisper, almost whispers in your ear as the last breath goes out of her, and you can see that her chest stops moving. She just says, uh, "Call him Wayne." You're stood there, holding what look uh, what you're pretty sure was what you brought for. Angelica on her well tenth or eleventh birthday, a nice big plushed, um, plush Pokemon stuffed toy, a um, a Psyduck that's kind of looking up at you with its uh, beak, 
towards uh, towards your face and you're just cradling it like it was a baby in your arms, stood over her bed. Um, Tyler and Genesis, as you're in the doorway, can give me a keep it together roll. Suddenly that there, you blink, there was an operating theatre. He was holding a baby in his hands that was covered in blood. The blood was pouring all over the floor out of this open wound. And now it's Angelica's room. I got to 16. Somehow you're not phased. Well, this is this is obviously your faith in God is uh, I've, I've been praying the entire time and I've been keeping it together. Mm -hmm. uh, I rolled uh, an 11 and I have plus two. So 14. 14. So you have some options that you can explore. Uh, this will get the list. Just to pay, it kind of tempers your reaction to how this is. So the effort the effort to resist instills a condition which remains with you until you've had time to recuperate or process what's going on. Angry, sad, scared, guilt-ridden, obsessed, distracted. Yep, or haunted by the or experience haunted. at a later time. So guilt-ridden in particular probably needs a bit more uh, experience. Where, where it says guilt-ridden, it means that you feel responsible for what's just happened if you could, if you processed it in that way. Yeah. But otherwise, they each have a different mechanical effect, so feel free to choose which one on the list you wish. Um, I think guilt-ridden is appropriate. No, I think that is. So, my capability okay. is reduced. <laughs> So, you blame yourself for what has transpired. You seek forgiveness from those around you. Whether you want to act on it uh, now, though, that's completely up to you. But, yeah, there's definitely the, the impact on your stability, so cross one of those off. Okay, and as the room returns to normal and Jessica can see that George is holding on to a nice little uh, plush toy, suddenly you come back to your senses. Oh, good God, what was that? I, I think I dropped the the toy too and I stagger back and, and sort of fall down like what fuck and I'll, I I think I hear Angelica talking to the police and I'm gonna I go told down her and... not to. I told her not to call. Shut up. <laughs> you can bolt on down the stairs and get to uh, get to Angelica before too much has transpired. It was a sign, Mom, Mom is 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 there someone no no everything's everything's fine it was just it was just it turned out to be some stray cats it was nothing just uh anthony it's it's okay M mom said it was it was just some stray cats it must have been a window open or something yeah yeah george i i'm so sorry about this i really uh angelica didn't tell me anything i didn't you know we didn't want any of this to happen i uh, tyler what what the fuck it? just happened well, that's what I was going to ask you, because as soon as I like, as soon as I saw you, everything seemed to change. It was very strange, Man, and right? Did you and did you see an operating I saw room? So much blood, and the room was I yeah, it wasn't anything like the, her bedroom, and there was so much blood. I saw it all too. It was rather strange. I see it as a sign of God. We saw a childbirth, or well, you did, I assume. From what I saw, from yeah. the little ten. I'm gonna go get some brandy. But I told Angelica not to call the police. I told her. I'm gonna go check on my mum because she's obviously shaken. Barbara, are you okay? Barbara, are you okay? Do you need to sit down? Do you want a cup of tea or anything? 
Maybe we should get out of this room and sit down, right? I, and George, I would really, whatever you can tell about what you saw, I'm really, because I barely got a glimpse and it, as Genesis would say, it might mean something. Everything I means I feel something. like I'm dreaming. Uh, let's go back downstairs. Uh, I don't understand what is going on. It feels like everything is wrong. Like this is uh, like I've gone for a, a million mile hike and I'm so exhausted. I keep waking up and it's it's different. I don't understand what's going on. You certainly feel like you're awake. Except uh, that, that... What's that real? Point, what's real? At that point, Genesis, according to the message I've just got, runs downstairs and out the front door. What the hell? Well, wait, I probably don't even know this. <laughs> Mom, Mom, Genesis! Mom, that obviously wasn't cats. It we, wasn't we cats. Hear, just we can stay here. Genesis! Just leave her, Mom. No, 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 no. So I'm running out after her and like, Genesis! Okay, so you're, you're calling out onto the street and you can see that your daughter's just run down the driveway across the road and he's going over to a man that stood by a lamppost on the other side of the road that you can see he's, he's dressed in this what looks like a blue boiler suit, um, kind of shuffling around as if he's got um, there's something wrong with his leg. And yeah, she just runs over to him. So, what, what do you say to him? Uh, what, Mike? Mike, why are you here? What brings well, you? Well, um, I, I, I was, uh, I was just passing by. Uh, I, yeah, I was just passing by, and I got this, I got this bad feeling. I thought that maybe you were, yes, you and some something was wrong with you and George. Some, something, something strange occurred to my. My father is a little bit shaken by it, but I think it was a, a sign, a sign, Mike, a sign of things that have happened recently. Uh, I I promised my, my father I wouldn't say, but something with my sister occurred, and I believe it was a Genesis. sign. Genesis. Oh, yeah, you walk on over. Um, you've, you've not met this guy. Who is this? Uh, yeah. Oh, it is a friend of Fathers of mine from church. Well, friend of my daughter and my husband from church, we're in the middle of a family matter. I'm going to have to ask you to go. Oh, Come on, he, Genesis. He, no, he he said he sensed danger, that something was odd, and that he needed to come check on us. He should come in for a cup of tea. He might be able to help. No, I no, mean, no, that's... He kind of cowers away from you, especially as Jessica's very much the authority figure here, and he, he almost like cowers as if he fears like he's going to be beaten, uh, Mike, beaten no, quite severely. Don't, don't worry, Mike. No, she won't hurt you. I won't allow my mother to hurt you. Oh, I'm not going to hurt him. Just oh, come please. on. He is. No. He came here for a reason. There Genesis. Is, please, mom. No. Please. This is. Hey. 
he he turns to Genesis and then turns back to Jessica, then looks at Genesis again. Says, "No, no, I, I was only passing. The, the main thing is, as long as long as you're safe, then then I'm I'm happy. I'll I'll, I'll go. I'll go." And he just starts backing up, kind of holding up his hands as almost like a defensive Mike, measure. Mike, Mike, please just stay there two seconds. Um, I will run into the house. I am gonna grab some a paper and a pencil and write something on it and take it to him before he leaves and then go back in. Okay. Yeah, in well, which as, case, as, soon, as soon as Genesis bolts, I tell this kid to scram. Okay, this is... We'll put this down to another role then. Because uh, he's got two conflicting instructions here. He's got the authority figure and he's got one of his very few friends in the world. So this would be a good chance to use your influence other. So if you want to roll charisma... Thirteen? Uh, no, that's a six. <laughs> yeah. No, this is mainly for Jessica. So he's okay, quite. Cool. See, will uh, will Mike obey her instruction rather okay, than uh, rather than Genesis's one? So, the NPC does what you ask, but the GM chooses one. She demands better compensation. Complications will arise at a future time. In fact, yeah, I'll, I won't read that further down the list. I'm going to go with complications at a future time because I know what this can do. So yeah, he. He very much, you can see that he cowers again, almost as if he's he's expecting you to to attack him or at least do some kind of physical harm. And he just goes, submits. He says, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. And you can almost hear him crying as he turns and runs. As he does so, and he, start, he almost like limps away, definitely as one leg is fa- evidently fairly, something's happened with his leg, it's injured at some point. You think you hear that the clink of chains just as he runs away. From him? Yeah. As if there's got chains, so just a couple of chinks or links of it underneath his boiler suit. And he just he limps off into the dark and within a few seconds he's round the corner and he's gone. At that point, Genesis runs back out after you've written whatever you want to write in your in your note, but it's just your uh, dear old mother out there on the street now. Mother, why? Why did you... Just... Something, something's not right about that. Man, honey, come on. He doesn't have many friends. He's had a tough life, and you've just scared him away, and he might not come back. You could have killed him, Mum. And that's a suit. I I he doubt that that's the case. He do, Me and Dad are practically his only friends. And he well, you didn't have to invite him in the house at this very today of all days. Get inside. Well, Come on. If something happens to him, you're at fault, Mother. And I storm back in. To the house. <sighs> I, How um, did that go so wrong with my children? I, I would like to um, sort of help George to the top of the stairs and then look around Angelica's bedroom mm-hmm. for some in, some sign of what the hell was just there, pick up the toy and try to see what's really there. Uh, okay. I'll definitely have a look at George. Yeah, he's not in a particularly good way. He's, well... If, how would you like to describe it based on the, the message that you just sent me? 
Well, I'm very disturbed. I, I've had a lot thrown at me in the last five minutes. And I've obviously had something that I can't even accept as a hallucination. It was absolutely real. And then it was gone. And uh, the most I can think is maybe I'm having a nervous breakdown or a mental breakdown of some sort. I'm not, I'm not surprised that I'm having an emotional breakdown, but I think I'll go downstairs and, and just drink tea quietly and see if my brain starts working again. Okay. So Tyler helps him downstairs and then you say you're going back to have a look at the, have a look at the room. Yeah. Oh, as you say that you are trying to see what's really there. Mm-hmm. That sounds like you're trying to see through the illusion. Now, this normally only works when the uh, when the illusion is thin around here. As it happens, it is. Roll plus soul. Uh, I'm 13 plus 3, so 16. Okay. I'm going to send you a private message. Please, everyone else, feel free to talk amongst yourselves and roleplay. Father, father. Father. Make me some tea, please. I, I will, but first, Father, Mother has done a bad thing. Shut up, Genesis. No, no, Mike was out there. Mike. Okay, Dad, I'll, ma- I'll make you some tea, Dad. I'll make you some tea. I'm already doing that, Angelica. You should Mike have was outside. Me. What do you hell do you mean Mike was outside? Mike was outside. He said he sensed something was wrong, and then he wanted to check what would Mike okay. be doing outside at 11.30 at night? But I wanted to make him some tea. But Mum shooed him away. And you know what he's like. What if he hurts himself? We don't... Mike's a fully grown man. Yes, but I... you know It's just we like. don't need we don't need anything intruding on what's going on right now in our family. Yes, but he could have often... He could have helped in some way. He could have helped you. He could, you could have chatted to him. You're clearly struggling with what, whatever occurred up there. I don't, just, just I can't please, please stop. It. Stop and now. It's too much right now. I, I don't want to talk about it. Just pray, Father. Stop. That will relax you. Genesis, Dad, I said stop. Dad, here's some tea. Here's some tea, Dad. But I can't. You, we've got to... We've got to solve this. We've got to sort all of our troubles. And the best way is to pray. And Angelica, you should have listened to me and not phoned the police. There was nothing. Genesis, please just shut up. For once in your life, shut up. Are you okay, Dad? Do you need... Do you need... Where's, He'll be where's fine. Tyler? Tyler's upstairs. Uh, I'll go check on him. Angelica. Yeah? That um, Pokemon in your room, what do you call it? Well, this, which one? The... The, the, the duck. Oh, Psyduck? Yeah. What do you call it? Daisy. Do you know anybody named Ward? Ward? 
Never mind. And I'll sort of give uh, my dad a bit of an odd look, and then I'm going to go up and uh, go up and find Tyler. Father, I'm sorry I pressed you, Father, but you need. We need to. Genesis. In that nervous pause, save everyone. Angelica heads upstairs. Tyler's still in. Uh, Tyler's still in your bedroom. So what's... sitting on your bed, holding Zyduck. Honey, are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, what's, how's your what's dad going looking? On? He's pretty shaken up. Mum said it was like cats, but we could hear voices. What? Yeah, what's going I... on? Um, come, come here, babe. Have a seat next to me. Um, and put my arms around her. I'm so, uh, I'm so sorry all this happened. I wish you'd come to me. I, we could have, we could have figured something out that was better than this. I just, I couldn't. We're too young to, and I know you would have agreed with me that we were too young to have the baby. And I'm, I'm just not ready to be a mum. And I didn't want to go through the process of having the child and then having my parents raise it. Or I didn't want to be one of those girls. No, and I like I said, I couldn't go to a normal clinic because, I mean, you've like, you've seen my sister. How uh, was babe, I meant to deal with it? The, here's here's uh, the reason your your dad's so messed up right now. Yeah. Um, has to do with uh, what this room looked like a few minutes ago. Um, uh, your dad's not that you're, easy. You no, you're you're. Something uh, had made your dad see through the illusion in here. And I think it's because of, uh, you know, I think it's because of us. Oh, do you mean um, when we? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, maybe there was something we didn't understand. Uh, well, I kind of was just night. following what you said i didn't really I know i know i know i know i really fucked everything up um what do we do like what is it bad like is it gonna hurt my family uh you know um first of all you know you can't keep any secrets from me like this you know because but i but it's my fault i dragged you into this um i mean we have we have a lot to learn still uh, anyway. So what did this room look together. like um, Well, there was a baby in here. There was a baby in your dad's hands. And it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was a bloody mess of an operating room and it looked fucking horrifying and it scared your parents shitless. And I don't, you know, they're not ready to deal with reality. No. You know, now that especially now that Genesis has her hooks in him. I know that's 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 the whole reason. That's why I couldn't deal with any of this. And I should have just I came home and my mum thought I was on drugs. I should have just said yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should uh I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know that there's a connection, but it, it yeah. I don't know. It it seems pretty clear, right? A baby in blood, and today, my my dad was talking about Psyduck. Did... Yeah, 
That was uh, that was the baby. What did he say? He asked me what I called it, and I said Daisy. Um, and then I'm gonna Dude. I'm gonna take Daisy. Um, does anything happen when I take Daisy, or if I try and if I try and focus on the room and and see what's really there? You can give me a you can give me a roll plus soul if you wish. Okay. Um, I've got plus three, so that's going to be a fourteen. Okay. You see reality, but you also affect the illusion. The GM chooses one. Something senses you, or the illusion tears around you. I don't think I'll go the, go with the nuclear option quite yet. Cool. <laughs> so uh, we'll go with the the something senses you. That you try to focus, but evidently what's what has happened here is very very quickly fading. Um, you get the impression that for a briefest of moments that instead of the fur on um, on the plushy toy, you feel blood-soaked skin. But that impression doesn't last. Um, as you try to focus on it, the more of reality around you that you try to look at, you get impressions of blue twilight skies, clouds hanging high overhead, and that instead of the house that you're in here, you're in this wide street where there are these monolithic buildings rising up into the sky. And then as you try to focus in on them, you're back holding the duck. I put the I put the duck back down on the bed and I'm like, well, I didn't see an operating room. Wait, what did you see? I don't know, some... You're really pale. Maybe we should go to the doctor tonight. I am. We're gonna go. Yeah, mum's taking me to get checked tomorrow. But it was a street, and there was like these big, like monolithic things, and the sky was just—it was like really blue. See, so you were outside and not. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. And I think, I think I could feel the baby instead of Psyduck. It was pretty gross. Oh, I'm so sorry. I really, I didn't mean for any of this to happen. I'm really, you know, I don't want to freak anybody out. I don't want to freak you out. I'm not going to freak out. I'm going to keep, going to keep it together. But I'm, I'm really sorry. Well, this. speaking of freaking out, I'm going to come back inside and slam the door shut behind me and start locking everything. <laughs> yep, curtains get pulled, locks get turned, chains get put on the doors. You are well and truly battened in, including Tyler. Calm yourself. Take, relax. Have a cup of tea. Something's wrong here. Of course it is. But the Lord will protect us. Genesis? I'm at the end of my rope. If you could just be quiet like 10 minutes please i will go and silently pray well quietly pray in another room there's, there's plenty of empty rooms at this point <laughs> <laughs> seems like the father's happy as well <laughs> I just... and do you want to stay up here and talk for a while or should we go and keep an eye on your folks I think they've got a lot to deal with at the moment and I need a breather from Genesis. Otherwise, I swear to God, I'm going to hit her. 
It's coming. Yeah. She's getting worse, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I mean... They've got their hooks in her real deep. I just, like I said, I, I don't have a problem with her, like, being a born-again Christian or, you know, whatever, like, you know, finding the church and finding something to help her through what happened. I, yeah. I understand that, and... You but, know, we're on a path of our own. She wouldn't, you know, we can all take our own path. But you don't have to, like, shove it down your your path down other people's throats. Well, I think it's uh, her, her her precious Richard that's the problem, I think. He just... Why did, she, his... why did she have to break up with Thomas? Thomas was, like, so lovely. He was a mm-hmm. really nice guy, and she just, like, dumped him just he was so good for her yeah well um you know when mysterious figures that nobody sees attack people at night i feel like there's something going on that is not what it seems but you know she went through what she went through right At this point, it's getting fairly late. Uh, Unless anyone has any specific chats they want to have with other members of the family, we can roll on until morning. But one thing to address is, obviously, you have Tyler still in the house. So are you going to let him sleep on the sofa, or are you going to kick him out, or how are you going to treat him? Let's think about that in a moment. I do want to talk to my wife. Go on, yep. (sighs) Sweetheart, um, when we got married, we said for better or for worse, and right now we're pretty deep into the worse. Uh, but we're going to get through this. I'm afraid, though, that I might be suffering from something as well. Uh, Are you talking about what we saw upstairs? I think that might just be a symptom. I, I've been really, really, really depressed. And I know George. You know the 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 the, uh, the preacher was helping me to bring me out of it by giving me work to do, but this now is. I don't know. I, I think maybe I might need to start seeing somebody. It's a strain on our finances, but no, I, 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 I think that's. Um, well, I've been a little. Uh... I I don't think you're going to be able to take Angelica tonight unless we take her directly to the hospital. I'd rather take her to a private, you know, you could take her to your gynecologist tomorrow. George, I've seen, I've seen what happens when it's not taken care of immediately. They they, they wait and it gets worse, it gets worse. We have to take care of this now. And I still need to find out. I still need to know who, if it's, if it, if, if that doctor, if she's the one that operated on my daughter, I can't, I can't let this go. Oh, you, you think it's a female, a woman doctor who's doing this? Yes, yes, she's, 
they they won't none of them none of these none of the girls she's operated on will give her up no. how they found out about her how they who she is or what but she keeps moving her operation around we can't capture it I, I couldn't catch those men that attacked genesis and if this if somebody else has hurt another one of my daughters i i have i have to i have to find them well let's worry about angelica's health first and then maybe by tomorrow she'll come around and she'll understand how dangerous it all is um you know you you can always talk to me about things at work and i'll listen i know you you don't like to talk about those things but i'm here i'm your husband i'm, I'm always willing to listen to anything you have to say it's a it's a hard you know ever since you were you you were attacked you You've had difficulty, and I don't want you to have to bear that all yourself. Right now, we're in the midst of a really hard thing, and I don't want... I, I'm here with you. Um, so if you think we need to take her tonight, then I'll no, call the hospital and tell them that we're coming. Yes, but uh, please, please keep, keep an eye out that something was wrong with that guy who came by um yeah genesis said that mike came by i don't know why mike would be here at 11 30 at night he look i mean he couldn't move very fast right I mean, he's got yeah. a bad leg yeah yeah but the second he went around the corner i i thought about something genesis had said and i went to go see if he was still there but he was gone well i Look, but the the thing upstairs, and I don't know where that, where he went, but something, I don't know, something's weird here. But I'll I'll take Angelica uh, if you'll see Tyler out. Um, I'll uh, I'll talk to uh, I'll talk to Mike uh, on Sunday, and I, maybe he's stalking around outside. Well, maybe maybe I don't I know why. Know. I I uh, Genesis and I seem to be the only people that he talks to. So maybe it's innocent, but he needs to not do that. Yeah, yeah. I knock on the door of my parents' room. Oh, we're still down in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I kind of come in. Uh, Mom, Angelica, we need to take you to the hospital tonight to get you checked out. Your mom says that these illegal abortions—they sometimes go bad very quickly, but yeah, we'll, we'll handle it discreetly, she... and we'll. We're not going to yell at you about that. Well, we're not going to scream and yell at you anymore. We can talk about that later. But mom, I'm I'm worried about Emma. What what about Emma? Well, em, Emma went with me. She took me to the clinic, and I just I tried to call her to just tell her that I told you guys and things, and she's not answering her phone, and that's not like her at all. Did she wait? Was she with you afterwards? Yeah, she brought me home. Who, Angelica, tell me, who, who performed the operation? I don't know her name. I don't know her name. Where's, where does Emma live? Um, GM, where does Emma live? I'm guessing. Oh, completely up to you. Uh, she lives in the dorms. Who is Emma? Why don't I know this Emma? Emma's my best friend from school. 
when you say the name, you pr- you'll probably recognise the face more than the name. But yeah, yeah there's, there's this goth girl that Angelica hangs around with quite a bit. The goth girl? Yeah. How did her name was Tina? Did did oh. Emma know? Is is Emma the one that? Yeah, Emma's the one that's been. Emma's the one that's. Well, I don't know if she knew about the abortionist, but she, I told her, and she's the one that kind of helped me get it get tested to see if I was pregnant and everything, and. Then she took me to the abortionist. So What's the address of this clinic? I'll Do you know? I'll, 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 I'll give her the address. Okay. Uh, the, the, the address in question is downtown at an office block, which you are fairly sure has been abandoned for at least the last six months. Okay. So, George, I'm going to need you to take her. I'm going to go get my, my jacket and my badge and my All phone. Right. We call ahead and tell them we're coming. I know. I step out of the kitchen. I'm sort of at the bottom of the stairs. Phoenix with General my Hospital. arms crossed, like trying to figure out what the fuck is going to happen here. Tyler, if you want to come with me, you and Angelica, we're, I'm taking her to the, the hospital just to make sure everything is okay. Angie, hey, are you okay with this? Yeah, could you come, Tyler? Yeah, I will totally come. I will, of course I will come. I wish I'd been with you earlier. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I just, I didn't know what to do. It was scary. Hey, Anders, this is Jessica. How quick can we get a task force together? I have a lead on, uh, possible lead on the uh, string of the uh, illegal abortion clinic. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. I mean, it's not particularly, uh, not particularly bad Saturday night here. Um, I can rustle up a team probably in the next... 20, 30 minutes. Well, be be quick. Meet me at this at the abandoned office street on the abandoned office uh, on like Seventh Street. I don't know whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the address downtown. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll we'll get down there now. Well, we'll meet you there. Hey, what's Genesis doing? It sounds like about left her. we left her in the other room praying. <laughs> Genesis. Probably had has been close enough to the door to at least get a knowledge of if people are leaving the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, so the, the ground floor is open plan, so you'll you'll hear people talking in the next room, doors opening and yeah. shutting, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, she she's gonna wait until they're I'll, all I'll, out of the house. I'm sure I'll yell something back, like Genesis. Uh, we're we're going to be out. We've got to go to the hospital. Uh, Mom's going to work. Go to bed. Pray for okay. us. Okay, Father, I will pray for you all. Don't you worry. It will all be fine, Angelica. We'll be back in the morning. I love you. Okay, so Jessica's running off down uh, downtown. Uh, George, Angelica, and Tyler are heading to the hospital. The only one I don't know what's doing is Genesis, so let's, let's fill that blank piece of the puzzle. Genesis... Will probably does she know like she knows where Mike lives, right? Or whereabouts? As far as you're aware, he lives on the site um, on the mega church site. That there are, there are plenty of rooms there that are kept as dorms, and they do keep staff there. So you think he actually lives in the church? Okay. Does he does he have a phone number or anything? Or um, not that you've ever heard, um, or not that you've heard him have a phone. Not, okay. You maybe have asked him about it a couple of times before, and he says that he's not allowed a phone. 
Okay, I'm... This, I, I don't know. I want to find them, so I will go to the church. Yeah, I know it's dark, but I will make sure I get... Because, obviously, <laughs> I'm not going to stroll down the back alleys. I'm going to stick to the lit areas. There no worries. For specific reasons, obviously. <laughs> well... Well, the, well, in which case we'll do you first, and then we'll go to the uh, the other the other groups going their separate ways. So, the Church of Heavenly Unity is this huge complex on the side of the North Mountain in Phoenix. It's surrounded by this sea of conc uh, concrete and asphalt, where there's enough room for easily a thousand cars to turn up. And inside the actual auditorium itself there's room for thousands of people it's like a, a football stadium in size if not bigger in there uh, so you accommodate that many people turning up there's going to be a lot of car parking space um, yep. even if as you turn up in the middle of the night um, you arrive at the front gates where there's um, like a security guard post and the the church does have its own security detail here people that make sure the place is secure um, especially when you're handling that many that volume of people you've got to have some kind of security around so church staff normally wear this uh, fairly all black uniform so everybody wears shirt and pants um, not anything like insignia or like that it's just black that they um, that they wear sometimes they have batons um, hanging off the belts as well um, or pepper spray the kind of normal you would expect with a private security group. So you have a fellow working on the desk. Um, you've probably met him before um, a few times. He's one of the guys that also does the uh, the kind of the day shift um, when they have sermons here. A fellow by the name of James Hammond. So he he opens up the window um, in front of this big row of gates, which you're fairly sure might even be electrified because they've got a, a definite hum coming from them. As you pull up in uh, pull up in the car, well, yeah, you can have your own car if you want. Yeah. So it's definitely easier to drive there rather than it is to, to walk there. In fact, yeah, that's fine. Now that you're thinking about it, it's a hell of a walk if Mike was out in the middle of, in the middle of the night because this is like a good half hour drive for you to get here. Okay, yeah, that that's even got more. That's even got me even more. If I'm thinking about that on the way, that's yeah. even. I probably might even go a bit quicker because that makes me more concerned. But when I get there, when I see him, because mm -hmm. Hammond is in all black, I mm -hmm. freeze for a, a brief second, almost like a, a flash. But oh, I, yeah. I know I know this man. I've seen yeah. him several times. I know he probably he won't harm me. So uh, yeah, uh, he, he slides open the window and uh, kind of looks down at you a bit quizzically because he's on a slightly elevated position. You're you're here rather late. What's uh, what's um, the genesis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, um, I'm a bit worried. Uh, you you know Mike. Um, he's he he work he like caretaker. He works here. Oh, that Mike. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we've we've got a, we've got a few Mikes, Michaels, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The... Yeah. What what about him? Well. It was kind of odd. I've seen him. He came by my house. Like, how long ago was it now? Like, probably about an hour ago. Yeah, about about an hour ago. And he, and he seemed worried and 
frightened nanny my mother she needs some help god will help her one she will but she shooed him off and i'm worried about him and i was wondering if he's here if he's come back I didn't even know he'd left. He certainly hadn't didn't come through the come through the main gate. If he does leave, he's not normally. We we don't normally let the uh, kind of the cleaning staff or his his group out that much. Could could I possibly go see if he's here? I know it's late. I know I I shouldn't be here, but I'm worried, and if I I won't be able to sleep if. Oh no! I can, I can probably. I... <laughs> He kind of ums and ahs a bit and thinks, well, I, I probably can't let you in directly, but I can call him and see if he's see if he's in his room. Uh, just anything. I just need my... I need... Sure, give, need give me a sec. Mind. I'll see if I can raise someone over at the uh, over in the dorms. And he turns, basically pulls up her internal phone, punches a couple of numbers, and you can hear him talking with someone at the other end. He says, yeah, Martin, I've got uh, Genesis, one of the... Uh, you know, one of the regulars here, um, just wanting to know if Mike, uh, he's whether he's in his room or not. Yeah, yeah, that that Mike, yeah, yeah, the 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 cleaner, the cleaner guy, yeah. Yeah, I, I know he's probably asleep, but just go check on him to see if he's see if he's in his room where he should be. Now you don't have to wake him up; just make sure if he's in there or not. Then he cups his hand over the receiver. Martin's just going to go and check now, so he'll probably be a couple of seconds. Please, God, I hope he's fine. Please. And you're sat there waiting, the engine ticking over, and finally you hear a distorted voice on the end of the phone. Says, "Ah, good. Yeah, just uh, he's asleep. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Just say just for checking. That's all." He puts the phone down. Yeah, he's asleep in his room. But uh, this, uh, I'm, I'm confused. So he's he's in his room and asleep. Yeah. But I saw uh, him an uh, hour ago. It takes about half an hour to drive. Yeah, so a walk. He shouldn't be back. Are, are you sure it's him that you saw? It was him. It was Mike. It's definitely Mike. Okay. Well, I I don't fancy waking a guy up in the middle of the night. Um, but if presuming you're coming to service tomorrow? Yes, yes, I am. Yes. Okay. Well, in, in which case he'll be having to clean up the auditorium afterwards. We can always uh we can always grab and have a chat tomorrow. I'm I'm gonna be here on duty anyway. Yes, I, I definitely I I hope he's I hope he's fine. I'm hoping nothing's wrong with him. Well, he, he certainly seems fine. Snor well, snoring away like a baby, Martin said. <laughs> well, okay. Um, just because I, I, she's panic, she's panicking, so she'll probably revert. She after she'll say her buyers and reverse back, but she'll. Keep an eye on the church for a while. Okay. Yeah, you, Just, you can be there for, say, half an hour, an hour. Yeah, there is little to no activity at this time of night. I mean, it's also a fair way up the hill past this vast yeah. car park. 
Um, so you don't, without binoculars, you really aren't going to see that much anyway. But there's certainly no one coming and going through the front gate. And uh, James looks pretty, um, pretty bored. He sat there reading a reading a paperback novel um, on the on the security desk. What is going? How can he have been there and got back and fast asleep? Mm-hmm. I, God, I need your guidance. We'll leave you pondering that mystery and then head back over to uh, to George, Angelica and Tyler. So you arrive at the local hospital. Uh, this is a place that Tyler uh, definitely knows. Uh, this is the John C. Lincoln North Mountain Hospital where your parents work. This is, the, uh, this is the closest hospital. So whether they're on duty or not, they don't bother to tell you these, uh, these things. You're almost kind of inconsequential to them, uh, you feel. Um, the rest the of you... I didn't go here. Mm -hmm. that was the other reason i didn't go here there you go <laughs> but yeah you, you can arrive uh little montage sequence you get checked in uh what do you specifically ask the the front desk well um i tell them that um there's a uh a delicate matter that we need to discuss with the doctor, uh, private matter. Um, my daughter needs to be checked out. Okay. In which case they say, please, please take a seat. We'll, um, we'll, co uh, we'll call you when, when a doctor's available. Okay. It, it's the middle, it's quite late at night now on a Saturday night. There's various people coming in. This is more kind of general, um, right. general ward rather than um, A&E downstairs the emergency room is definitely a bit more packed as various people come uh, coming off the street so you're maybe there for about half an hour or so and so finally a uh, a doctor comes out who is not one of tyler's parents uh thankfully and the guy looks like he's been on shift for a uh, for quite a while he's got bags under his eyes stethoscope round his um round his neck and gestures for you to come for, um, come to a uh, consultation room away from obviously the rest of uh, the rest of prying eyes. Um, gets you to sit down next to a uh, a desk where he sits down and loads up a computer to start typing some notes in. So um, I understand an examination uh, or check out what's uh, what seems to be the, uh, the problem here. I'm I'm a big fan of house. So I know it's important that we tell you the absolute truth, but it needs it to be helps. completely confidence. And the mm -hmm. thing is, is that uh, this young man here got my daughter pregnant and she has decided to get a, an illegal abortion in a back alley, which she did. And I want to make sure that she's okay. That you she hasn't been harmed. He tries his best at a poker face, his eyebrows, both of them do raise when you say illegal. And then the very slight kind of shake of the head says, okay. Um, and then he kind of holds up his hands. No one's passing judgment here. It is what it is. We're here to see if anything's, anything's gone wrong. Thank so you. If, if I could ask you to, uh, to follow me over this, into this corner. Uh, there's a bed set up with a or reclining back that there's a curtain around that he can pull um, so you've got a bit of privacy 
Um, before he does pull the curtain round, he says uh, what he's going to do. So I'm just going to examine now. We'd like a bit of privacy for this. Yeah, I'll I'll go outside with Tyler. I'm going to step outside the door into the the waiting okay. room. He does turn to Angelica and say, um, "Would you actually prefer a female doctor, or are you happy with myself doing this?" I know that's. Uh, I'm probably worried that they'll go get Tyler's mum, so I'm probably. Mm -hmm kind of my blessing right now that that it's not one of his parents so i'll just stick with with him okay yeah in which case he is he is professional maybe a little a little cold and distant but at least yeah. he's not he's not bringing emotion into this cool. he will check you out as he does so you can see a couple of maybe raised eyebrows or looks of perplexment uh come across That's his face um, and then maybe after five or ten minutes of have, having a look, uh, having a look around and making sure that there's no um, there's no bleeding and such, he does swab and do the usual medical checks. He then so he says, right, you can put your uh, put your clothes back on now. And then when you're when you're decent, he pulls the curtain around and gestures for the uh, gestures for George to come back inside if you've gone outside for a bit. Okay. And yeah, he just sits there for a moment with his uh, with his mouth open, as evidently you can see cogs turning as he's trying to process something or trying to figure out something to say. I sit down, mm -hmm. and he looks to Angelica. Can you describe exactly what happened? Um, about the procedure. Yeah, I mean, I guess I presume you're anaesthetized for this. That, but anything you can tell me would be would be helpful right now because I've got some I've got some queries. Um, so I remember the we went down like a, an alleyway um, downtown. Um, I remember the door of the clinic. My friend Emma was there with me, mm -hmm. um, and um, the doctor came through and got me. Um, Emma wasn't allowed to come through with me, um, so she had to wait in the waiting room. Um, but I remember the 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 doctor said uh, that there was no names and no judgment, um, and she administered me a sedative, and then just I just everything went black. Um, and when I came back round, um, Emma, I was groggy, but Emma took me home and and got me home and everything. That's that's literally all I can remember about the whole process. I don't feel like I feel a bit uncomfortable, but I don't feel pain or anything. This brings us, because this is a trigger event for your disadvantage, you have repressed memories. Because as you described, you remember getting uh, getting anaesthetized, and then you're in a car with Emma yeah. heading away from the site. You have blacked out what other, maybe other bits that happened here. So you can give me a disadvantage roll. Okay. At the moment, you don't have any stability modifiers to your disadvantage, uh, disadvantage. So this is just 2d10 plus zero. Okay. Uh, that's a nine and a six. Oh, so 15. Okay. Yeah. Um, you repress or suppress your memories. So nothing horrible comes flooding back. It is exactly as you've described it. Okay. 
probably would have been more interesting the other way, but <laughs> the dice chose. <laughs> now you say you've repressed it for a reason, and your your mind is uh, becoming a nice I'm little. Sure, I have. You there. <laughs> yeah. So, so Angelica, you don't remember any of it. Well, no. I mean, they don't they don't keep you awake for a day. I'm assuming, Doctor, is that they don't normally keep. The no, correct, awake. correct. Yeah, the, yeah the, depending on how um, well. Doctor, is there rock, something doctor. wrong with her? Yeah. Well, it's wrong is a very delicate term. There's something different. Uh, as far as I can tell, no surgical procedure has actually taken place. There's no sign of any um, any cuts or wounds or marks. Um, there is a very early developed fetus in there. Um, I imagine probably probably about two months. He cocks his head looking between Angelica and Tyler. Sorry, it's I'm, I'm still pregnant. Is that what you're telling me? No, no, the, the fetus is in there, but it's it's dead. There's no sign of any surgical procedure having taken oh place. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, Hank, I, I don't understand. Aren't... No, this, this is also my feeling here. I don't understand how how the fetus can be dead unless this is some... Then from what you've said, it doesn't sound like there was any sound, uh, any sign of a miscarriage because you would, you would have experienced that by now. Dead, dead, but... dead. I don't... It what sounds like a botched to... abortion, is what it sounds like. No, well, no, there's no injury. If there's no injury, uh, somehow they killed the baby. Is there any sense of what it died of? Is it well, the the only thing that I can think of that's left? But having say done a um, a thorough examination, obviously there's the there's the track mark from from the injection for for the anesthetization. The only other thing I can think of is that maybe it was a chemical abortion. That there are, there is, in early stages, there is the potential that it could be um, could be killed by an injection. But I'd need to do a blood test to find out. But it just seems to be weird that I would have expected from a backstreet operation, as you're describing it, that there should be some surgical evidence. This <sighs> this does not appear to be the case. Something. Something weird has happened here. I, I think. Dad, can I, I get a blood test? I, I think you need to stay here tonight, and they need to find out what the fuck is going on. And well, at this point, an abortion—I mean, you—you you have to remove the dead material from her body. Yeah, I don't. I don't want it inside me. Yeah, we we can we can take care of that. Oh my god. All right. Well, we need to hear the doctor. We need to get her into her room. Whatever you do, um, yeah. uh, we, we'll we'll take it from here. Um, you take, we'll, need some, um, we'll need some contact details from you. Can, can I pull out my insurance tonight, cards. Though? Hmm? Can someone uh, stay with me tonight? Tyler, can you stay with me tonight? Of course, of course, of course. Um, you I'll take... hold your hand while they do whatever. If it's if you know we're allowed. My insurance. Blue Dad, Cross Dad, of Arizona. Dad, please don't tell Genesis. I just, I can't, I can't deal with it. I'm going to have to talk to your mother. You can tell mom, but just Genesis will just take this. Don't worry about Genesis. Don't, wor don't worry about Genesis. She's, 
you know, I've, I've gotten involved in the church too, but Genesis has gone a little bit loopy on the whole thing. Tyler, we should, we should probably find your parents as well. I mean, they're going to find out eventually. Well, everything's confidential and, you know, I might, yeah, maybe I'll try I'm, to figure out what shift they're on or something. I'm spending the night here. Which it's, it's just... I'll, they, they barely know who I am. They're not going to... I'll, I'll be staying here too, but I'm going to call your mom. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Um, it's in which case the doctor turns to uh, Tyler. Um, are you also wishing to stay the night, or are you going to be yes. heading home? Yeah. No, well, I'm going to I'm going to be here as long as as long as Angelica is. They might okay. they no. might not let us stay in the room though. Well, we're going to have might have to be in the waiting room. There's, yep. There is uh, private waiting rooms that we, we've got free ones that we can assign to you. It's fairly basic, but there are some there are foot on ben, uh, kind of bench seats in there that you can lie down on. It's certainly better than a wooden chair. Right. Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, do you have any idea how long it's going to be until the uh, procedure? Well, we can get the blood test sorted out pretty much immediately. Um, as, for, as for removing what's left uh we can we can take care of that pretty much at the same time so we'll we'll get that done sooner rather than later mm -hmm. we should hopefully have some some response for you uh, by morning right. at which point the say, montage the wheels will start turning as to getting you into a, a private waiting room angelica's taken away to a uh to a private ward for her own bed so you are uh, have various injections and blood samples taken, and at which point they they start the procedure to remove what's left inside, and that passes through the rest of the uh, through the rest of the evening. It sounds like is George ringing uh, Jessica then by chance? Yeah. Okay. We'll cut to Jessica then while you're downtown, and then we'll say when the when the phone call hits. So you meet up in this fairly well-lit part of downtown but given the economy's been going down the pan for a little while and there's numerous businesses here that have been put well basically put out of business there is lots of office blocks that are now derelict around here um, given the mo of the person that you've been to um been following for this time this is prime kind of area that you would expect to find something so you arrive at the address that you've been given and about 10 seconds later a couple of other police uh, wagons turn up and you've got a team of about 10 people, uh, including a couple of forensics guys, uh, photography, and the team that you would normally expect to be like first response to come down here and start documenting what the hell has gone on. Okay, well, let's, let's go. She doesn't, this monster doesn't stick around for long. Let's go, let's go see, see if she's still here. Okay, you've been... Angelica will describe the fact that there was this quite dingy alleyway that went down the side of the building and then it came to what you presume would be an old fire exit door that she then just knocked on and was let on um, let inside. As as Angelica described, you find the door and you do find it very slightly open. Oh, I'm boy, it's getting kicked in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you it's more the case it opens outwards, so you end up ripping it. Almost Open. off its hinges, but because uh, it's one of those with a push bar that then lets you okay out. 
it opens up into a room that you don't think really would have been used in the way that it has been if it was still an off if it was still a working environment this looks like it connects to storerooms um places where lots of old office equipment would be kept or old office furniture or boxes of supplies that's the kind of thing you'd expect to see here it looks like someone has dragged some office furniture from elsewhere on the ground floor uh, probably from the lobby that you think uh, a couple of sofas uh, a couple of pot plant, fake potted plants, like palms coming out from coming out from the pots, trying to make it look like it's some kind of impromptu waiting room or lobby. Uh, so there's plenty of scuff marks on the floor. Uh, there's a corridor that leads off to the left, which then goes back towards the front of the building, and a doorway which goes to the right, which you think would then lead further into the building and potentially out towards the back of the building. But there's no sign of anyone here, and if as everyone looks around and tries to take in the scene, there's no sound either. Everything is fairly quiet. The heat in here is fairly oppressive because during the day, this whole building without any power to it, without aircon, is going to be like a greenhouse. So it's just about bearable at night. Well, to make this quick. So I'll go, I'll take somebody and we'll go through that far door, kind of through this reception area. Um, and have the others kind of go start checking uh, towards the front of the building. Okay, so you, you kind of split in two. So the team goes off to the left. They start checking around, and you hear their footsteps recede off into the distance. The doorway that leads off to the right leads into a room that, again, it feels like this was once upon a time a storeroom, but it definitely has been repurposed. Boxes have been pulled out of here there's still a little bit of dust on the floor so it's not completely clean definitely not a sterile environment as you'd expect for an office uh, for a um, operating theater to be but there are signs that that's what this room has been used for now um, in fact you can see on the floor there are lots of what look to be trolley marks that you definitely will have seen before where a trolley has been wheeled in here moved around and then moved back out again because there is a door or doorway rather on the far side of this room that goes out towards what looks to be loading bays at the back of the building but on the floor here there's other stuff that suggests that maybe a bit more than just an operating trolley or an operating uh, bed was brought in here there's what look to be maybe wax or salt or a combination of the two that you can see outlines of it where it's very quickly being scuffed away but it looks like someone has set up some kind of circle in the middle of the room which this trolley was then put in the middle of and there are stubs of candles black candles that are positioned almost equally around in this and again, marks on the floor where you can see some of them evidently were there, but then they've been taken away. All right, get forensics in here. Find out what this is. Get uh, get pictures, everything. Uh, keep going to the loading bay. See if we could find any uh, like any signs of recent vehicle activity. Mm -hmm. um, as far as the loading bay is. Um, 
any tire, like any vehicles coming and going pretty fast that leave any scuff marks on the road or anything that we can find. Okay, they start heading outside then. They follow the tracks through. Evidently, that it does look like at the loading bay, this trolley was brought in through here. And there's plenty of foot tracks, footprints going back and forth from here. Maybe over the course of 15, 20 minutes, you do get a, a quick sit rep back. Uh, they have found tire tracks outside because someone did leave here at high speed. And okay. from, look, from early looking at it, they think it's a van of some kind. Well, let's, let's pull traffic. Um, this is Arizona. We have fancy little things that will ticket you automatically if you're speeding. So there, we have lots of cameras on our roads here. So let's, let's see if we can't find where this van went. Okay, you start. Uh, that'll be various calls going back to the uh, back to the station. Then, as they try to then pull stuff up, and need somebody to go. Prepare um, to go find Emma because she know where to come, and so she's our best lead at this point. So, don't want her uh, vanishing on me. No problem. Now, as you are looking through this there are a couple of moves that you can uh, you can potentially make here if you wished uh, investigate is obviously a, uh, a good one here and also observe a situation so either of those they would like to do they they both provide slightly different outcomes they they basically have questions that you can you can ask me will you do an interjection when phone call yeah i call them okay <laughs> okay Basically, it'll be after this move resolves. <laughs> I'm going to observe the situation. Okay. So this is your roll plus perception. Yep. Which is slightly better than my reason for investigating. So that's what we're 19. Okay. So you get to ask me two questions. There's a list that you've got there. So any of the, any two of those. Okay. Uh, what is being hidden from me here? Okay. Um, evidently there was something on the floor that they tried to scuff out very quickly, but they did it in a hurry. So they haven't done a particularly good job um, you notice that there are on some of the tiles in addition to this kind of combination of salt and wax that's been used to make some kind of circle on the floor uh, there's also chalk that they've rapidly tried to uh, try to wipe out and it looks like maybe letters or symbols of some kind um, in isolation they don't make very much sense but you're getting an impression that this is this is almost like witchcraft or some kind of magical yeah, shit. That's, something, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so very like all the crime scene guys coming in here, just be extremely careful not to mess up whatever this is on the floor, so we can try to piece together exactly what they were doing in case we notice it later. Lots of photos. Oh yeah. Um, And what is the what is the best thing 
that I could be doing to. Um, why am I? That doesn't really fucking matter. This question. Um, oh, are you looking at the first one? What's yeah, my yeah, best what way through this? What is my best way through this? Which that's, is not really. That's normally for identifying um, like paths or obstacles. Out of here, yeah. Um, so, what should I be on the lookout for? Ooh. Um... That's a good one. <laughs> um, I think pretty much you, you kind of nailed it with your coming in here in the first place, that you're, you're looking for physical evidence. Um, and the fact that you've got a van, um, you've got an idea that it's a van outside. You've you kind of preempted the answer for that already is looking at things like security tapes and looking at traffic footage, because that's a blatant way to follow where it's gone from here. You, you know that they left here in a hurry. You have, you have the most important evidence really already established. Right so here. yeah, that's, that so goes with that. Preserve crime scene, track the van, mm -hmm. get Emma in for questioning. Yep. We're on track. Okay. And that's when the phone rings. Caldwell. You're muted. So there's uh, there's just silence on the end of the phone for a second. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's me. Oh, hey, George. Um... All right. Angelica. First, first of all, Angelica is okay. However, <coughs> it's it's weirder than we thought. First of all, um, she didn't actually have a physical abortion. Um, there's evidence that she was anesthetized. Um, she was pregnant. The baby is dead, uh, but it was not removed from her. And um, she admits that after being after going into the, the building, that she was uh, anesthetized. And the next thing she remembers is being in the car with her friend Emma. So she doesn't know anything that they did to her. And they didn't, the doctor says, it doesn't look like there's any sign of any physical trauma um, to her internal parts. So they did not do any kind of medical procedure. Um, that being said, I want them to keep her, her here overnight and they need to remove Well, I. But the I question is, were... what were these people doing to our daughter? Well, I don't don't panic, but I I think I I knew that there was no surgical operation performed before you called. I'm here at the scene. What do you mean? Well, there's no blood that we can see. There's no uh, evidence uh, that a surgery has taken place. Um, this is very, very strange. Um, uh, what I'd see here would probably scare Genesis out of her skin. Uh, if I didn't know what happened to Angelica here, I'd, I'd suggest just some kids doing some occult nonsense, but this is, this is all very strange. But we have a we have a good chance of finding who did this, and we can find out exactly what they did to Angelica. All right. Um, Tyler is with me, 
Um, we're going to stay here tonight. Uh, I'm going to call Genesis at home and tell her that we are, uh, that what's going on. I won't tell her. I, mean, I don't want to tell her anything about Angelica's condition. Good. But uh, I don't want her to worry. All right. Yep. All right. And pass pass along my uh, my most sincere apologies to Tyler. I no got a little uh, flustered and heated, and I wasn't sure of his involvement. And uh, he's 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 a great kid. He's he really well, is a great kid. Tyler uh, may be a great kid, but it's still his dick that stuck in that, that got our daughter pregnant. So he is to blame. I mean. It's kids will be kids, but uh, I don't know. I, I maybe we'll laugh about this someday. Uh, I can't, uh, can't imagine when. All right, I'll, I'll let you go. You got to get back to work. Yes, thanks for the update, George. And then I will call Genesis at home on the home phone number, oh. and there's no answer. Yeah, correct. She is not at home. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll call, I'll call three times before I panic, and then I tell Tyler to stay here, and I've got to go home. Uh, I wonder um, whether you have to worry about Richard's dick, too, George. The preacher? Well, she's got an unhealthy attachment. You've got to admit that. Very He's a rather charismatic person, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I hope you yes. find her okay. I mean, she's been acting naughty, and I'll be here if anything if anything happens at all with Angelica. Of course, I'll call you right away. Thank you. All right, you're rushing home. I am. Okay, we'll say for the sake of dramatic, uh, dramatic irony, then you arrive about five minutes, well, maybe not even five minutes, maybe about three minutes before Genesis pulls up in the front driveway. So you get you get home. All the lights are off. You're running around the house trying to find uh, find her where she is, and then suddenly you hear the engine and the sound of the car pulling up outside. So my next thing was be to get in the car and drive to the church because where the fuck would she go except the church? But she's lucky she got home. All right. Yeah, and she gets out the car, and I open up the door and I'm like, Genesis, get the hell in here. Where the hell were you? I was. Going on a journey. Father. Yeah, do you know what obey your parents means? Yes, I do, but I have a duty to the law, which some would say surpasses. So breaking the, the Ten Commandments, is somehow you think that your priorities are higher. Get inside. You were you were attacked. The Lord's priority. You were attacked, and the Lord said, obey your parents. Yes. Get inside I, and get upstairs. Uh, I called, and you weren't here. But I have... Uh, Father, I need your opinions on something. I don't... I'll give you my opinions in the morning. No, this is important. What is it? So, you know Mother... or well, Mother can vouch for Mike was there outside. So what? And he was walking. And you know how long it takes to walk to the church from here. It's a long drive anyway. And I went there, and they said he was fast asleep. How do you know that he walked? He could have taken a taxi or an Uber. He, he was definitely... He, he said he had walked. 
And I'm pretty sure Mother said he ran off. Who cares? We've got way more problems, way larger problems to worry about than Mike. Mike is a problem. I'm going to talk to Mike tomorrow. Well, I don't know I what he's doing hanging around outside of our house. Are you seeing Mike? No. Spiritually, maybe we are oh, somehow connected. All right. None of this is important. Go upstairs. Your sister well, Angelica is fine, but she needs to stay in the hospital overnight. So go say your prayers. Go say your prayers for her. Yes, I will. Uh, uh, and I, I will ponder things. That there are a couple of things I will ponder that may... So two things that I'll ponder is, was Mike actually there? Did those men lie to me? And the other one is, how similar does their black uniform... Because it's all flushed me because I've been out late at night. I didn't even think I've been by myself. And how similar does the guard's uniform fit to the people I saw in the alley? These are things that are flooding mm -hmm. into my mind. Well, then, questions that arise off that, then. Maybe when you're thinking about, was he really there? You think back to when you're outside the security desk, all you have was just one person on the end of a phone. You don't know what the other guy was saying. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was telling him to say that. Maybe it was just a, maybe it's a cover story. Maybe what you heard there was a, was a lie. Depends how paranoid you want to be. Um, and then thinking about, well, yeah, people dressed in black and people that obviously attacked you you're really not sure uh, it could be which is a dangerous thought that yeah i mean they were dressed in black but was it sort of jogging bottoms and sweater and balaclava or was it a shirt and uh, shirt and trousers like the uniform one minute you think scarily it could have been but then maybe not and you, you find yourself conflicting and flipping back and forth for probably a few hours yeah that brings another thought to my head what if another thing that will cross, probably not for long because I care for the pastor, but did he plan this? Because he just came to my aid. And that's something that I, I, I like slap myself around the face even thinking that, but I do. I do that, think that's, and I pray. That seed has been me. planted and I didn't even have to do it. I'm happy yeah. with that. And it worries me. <laughs> okay. On a quick out-of-character note, uh, we're approached, pretty much approached our two hours. Um, are people happy to carry on for a bit longer? If so, how long? Until you're ready to break for... Uh, if you want to do like a... Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is, there is a particular moment I can think of. It'll probably take maybe about half hour 45 minutes to get to that point depending on do you want to go Can't back mind. i'm entirely flexible that's that's good with me okay i i will aim for that the, that moment then do we want a five minute break then? that sounds like a good plan yeah, yeah. yeah. i need it <laughs> has anyone else got anything they wish to do for the rest of the night i mean you're the search that Jessica's got underway for the uh, for any vans or any 
um, any cars or any vehicles moving away from the from the office block is going to take a little while because they've got a fair bit of material to sift through. Does anyone uh, have anything else to do? I'd probably try Emma a few more times to recall mm -hmm. her. And then I'd try and, I guess, I'd try and really focus to try and see if I can remember anything. Mm -hmm. yeah. At the moment, you're you're drawing a blank. You're mainly going through, cycling through that series of what you just told the doctor. Mm. That you think probably before you do eventually, because eventually you are going to pass out from, from sleep. I mean, it's been a long yeah. day. It's been trying. You, you will get a couple, at least a couple of hours anyway. You're maybe thinking that you need some kind of stimulus or some kind of thing that would help jog your memory. Right. Maybe something like going to the site or as you're saying, talking to Emma, trying to get some kind of information out of her, those might be the two best options you've got to try and yeah. figure out what exactly happened there. And you end up calling her, say, two or three times, and each time it goes ring, 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 and then to voicemail. So it's definitely ringing. And right, so it's not off. Yeah, it's, it's like it's definitely not off, but she's not picking up. And it's enough rings that I would assume that she's declining the call? No, it's automatic. It's where it gets, it rings so many times and then goes okay. to voice. Okay, awesome, right. It's also two in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, Probably but I know Emma, Emma's not a, she's a, she's a partier, so she, I know that's why I was worried because she wouldn't be going to bed tonight. Yeah, an average Saturday night for this girl would be about 4 a.m. when she staggers back to her room after having been yeah. doing the, doing the, uh, the golf club circuit around downtown and that kind of area. Well, she'll she'll have a nice friendly uh, contingent of uh, campus police waiting for her because we got some questions. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I'll try and, as you say, get some sleep and um, yeah, recover. No well, in which case, then uh, Jessica sounds like you're probably going to be up quite a while. Um, yeah. You realise that. Going doing a circuit round all the bars and clubs in town is going to take far more than a single night. So you're perfect. On, you're on the nail when you say send someone back to the university campus and basically wait to pick her up when she gets back. It comes through into about four in the morning and you realise that this is going to be quite a long slog. So you do end up getting a, a couple of hours at least. Uh, probably curled up in um, on a bench at the police station waiting yep. for, for information to come in and so you wake up very early in the morning i mean it's it's summer so the sun comes up early anyway um, by the time that it's daylight outside the team down at the university they haven't seen her come back yet and also your your search on cctv and traffic cameras is starting to identify a number of vehicles that it could be uh, there's various vans that have that move around the downtown area. Um, you identify a lot of them as being couriers. Some of them are unmarked, so they're probably private use. So you've got people tracking where they've been around uh, around the downtown area. But yeah, by about six a.m., your team are fairly sure they've identified one uh, one van. But it's an old, beaten up VW camper van that goes round down a side alley and goes out of sight about probably five in the afternoon 
the um, the afternoon before all this happened, and then it leaves probably about 15, 20 minutes before Angelica got home. Um, they pick it up going off, uh, basically going out onto the highway, um, heading out of the out of the city, and between two cameras, it just disappears. But it's not. It's not like it's just supernaturally disappeared. There are various places that it could have turned off, but they don't have cameras. So you've identified pretty much the end of the track where you can get it on, on camera, but then it has veered off and it looks like it's gone out, maybe in, even into the desert, perhaps. Some really back roads out that way. Well, I have to go. Go see if we can't find it. But also, uh, we can... So we don't know where Emma is. Um, we could pull things like phone records, texts, location on her phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, that, that will take time. Um, they can certainly start it, but say that, that will take a bit of time. So maybe other stuff will happen in between. Well, while we're waiting for that to come in, let's go find a van. Mm-hmm. You can certainly dispatch various people out there. Again, it's going to take time for them yep. to drive out. So they'll be spending the next couple of hours taking the various routes that could be taken off there. And that's, yeah, that's going to be fairly intensive. So you're probably going to have a few a few people in your team driving around out there trying to find out where it's gone. We're playing the hurry up and wait game. Um, mm -hmm. It's still pretty early, so I'm going to get get home before George gets up to go to church. Uh, so I can see him before he goes. And then I'll swing by the hospital and go check on Angelica. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, in fact, George and Tyler both said they were staying in the waiting room uh, with Angelica. So that's where you find them. No. Remember, I went home to find Oh, Genesis. I thought you were heading back afterwards. So. Um, I don't think so. I Tyler was there. She was in the doctor's hands. And I think I was probably completely overwhelmed by that point with stress. And I just zonked. I fell asleep. In the... Oh, so I probably I probably go straight to the hospital then. You probably do. I didn't know that you went back home because Genesis wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So. Okay, so if you head directly to the hospital, then you'll find Tyler and Angelica. I probably texted Jessica what happened, and then I, I went to bed. That, that sounds good. Okay. Okay, so you end up uh, at the hospital. So Tyler's in the waiting room. Uh, reading a private message that's just been sent. But otherwise, Angelica seems uh, probably coming around with the uh, the morning sun because it's pretty bright. The heat starts coming up even with the uh, the aircon in here, which is definitely better than what you've got at home at the moment as the, uh, the aircon unit there has been a bit intermittent, making uh, heat in the evening Sometimes good, sometimes bad. I'll have asked whoever uh, to wake me when Angelica's awake, but I, I'm sure that wouldn't be an immediate service. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, you'll probably get woken up by one of the nurses then that's starting to do the morning rounds. So checking on everyone, making sure that they're, they're comfortable 
um, taking the usual kind of blood pressure, temperature, that that kind of thing. So they'll be wake they'll be waking up about the same kind of time that Jessica gets there. Then, so the three of you are all awake at the same time. And do they bring them through to my room? Uh, yeah, they offer if you would if you want to come through and likewise check to see if uh, Angelica's Kate wanting visitors at this time. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the, the nurse will lead you on through. How do you feel, babe? I'm okay. Just it's been a crazy day, nights, just everything. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm. I'm glad we took you in. Uh, brought Tom. you in. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm sorry that I argued with you about that at all, Jessica. Um, no, if you know, we couldn't. I've guessed what was, you know. Look, I know, I know how religious Genesis is, and 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 my husband. Um, and I, I I apologize for the reaction. I apologize for my own, uh, I guess, throwing. A, gasoline onto a fire when it didn't have to be uh it was a shock i'm just i'm i'm just glad you're okay um tyler you're you're a good kid glad glad to have you around um yeah i'm sorry that i'm sorry this happened i'm sorry to bring this on you you know it's did you find the did you find the place mom we 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 did uh I, I didn't want to bring it up, but what do you remember? What do you, well, like, I guess I you told, are one of a witness that we have. What what do you remember that happened? Uh, well, like I told Dad and and Tyler and the doctor, I just Emma took me there, and we waited in the uh, we went down the alleyway. Uh, I remember the clinic door, and we waited in like a like a waiting room place. And then the doctor came through and got me and the first thing she said was no names and no judgment. And then she put the needle in my arm and then everything went dark. And the next thing I remembered was being in the back seat of, of Emma's car lying down with a, with like a, I think it was one of her hoodies or something like that under my head. Um, and then she helped me out of the car and um, took me inside. Oh, well, I have a, I guess, a couple of maybe strange questions for you, if you'll just bear with me. Um, okay. Whatever they did uh, was unorthodoxed by, uh, I guess, all meanings of that word. Uh, do, does, does this look familiar at all, at all? And I'll show a picture of that room with the uh, chalk circles Ooh. and the wax and the candles. And You can roll for that disadvantage again. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. That's a one and a three. Oh, <laughs> you are overwhelmed by your repressed memories, completely losing yourself to them. I sure am. <laughs> the GM makes a hard move, and you reduce to st- uh, reduce your stability by two. So that would go to unfocused. That's right. Uneasy. So you, you are now at minus one to your disadvantage rolls. Or a lot of it is going to come flooding back to you. You remember 
needle going in your arm, mm-hmm. and then it's almost as if you're you're not here in the in the hospital anymore. You're back in that room. You're lying down on the operating table, and you can see this female um, figure that you saw previously, and she's wearing surgical scrubs that have evidently seen better days, but she's not holding any instruments. She's not performing any kind of medical operation that you can see. She's got her hands almost laced, her fingers interlocked over your your belly area, over your belly button, from which light is emitting in a stream that almost like a hologram forms a face which is screaming in abject pain it's not a face that seemed of anyone that you recognize of anything it's more of a generalized impression that you can see the curves of cheeks the nose um, the eyebrows the the mouth open in abject pain as this light is emanating from you and something is coming with it that she is trying to absorb as she chants over you and then you snap back into the hospital room here. Oh, are, are, are you okay? I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, it's okay. I just, they can't, I don't know. I'm seeing things because that, oh God, that doesn't make sense. That sounds like something Genesis would make up. That's ridiculous. No, what was it? Um, and I'm sort of going to look around the room to make sure there's no other nurses or doctors or anything. Um, Just the three of you. Is the door open to my room? That's down to Jessica and Tyler. Well, I was just going to say, if, if it's open, I'm going to ask Tyler to close the door. Yeah, um, sure, sure thing. Sure thing. I, uh, uh, and I'll pour you some water too. Um, I'll, I'll probably uh, take a drink of water first to just sort of settle my nerves. Okay, so the she put the needle in, and then I she, there was no like instruments of or anything like that. She didn't use anything. She, it was like she was she was going like this above my above my my belly button, and there was this like light coming out of my stomach. And then, like a like a face formed, like a it was it was like a face, but not like a fully formed. Like it was like almost, yeah. And then it was like the face was like screaming and everything. And then, and she was chant. She was saying something like she was mumbling, and I'll sort of look at at Tyler. I guess with a bit more of a knowing look and I'll sort of say she was she was chanting something and then the, it all went black. The one word, if any, that you could fix upon that seemed to be of more significance than the others is Togarini. She kept singing Togarini? And uh what did what did this woman look like? Can you describe her at all? Um, her age or anything about her coloring or 
Jean? <laughs> Can I describe the... Yeah, um, she's probably in her mid-30s, you would think. Um, fairly pale, um, fairly thin, um, deep brown or brown bordering on dark hair, um, blue eyes, and I'll send a message. So I'll, I'll relay that, that um, description to both Tyler and, and Jessica. Uh, um, also, yeah, Jessica will be aware of that. You've had that description before. Yeah. Yeah, but um, not giving you a name, that's... Yeah, that was literally the first thing she said, Mum, was no names, no judgment. And I don't know, at the time, I, I thought, like, obviously that's what I wanted, because... It sounded everything. like she was protecting you, but I don't think she was protecting you. I think she probably knew your name, because... I think this is Emma, you know, I mean, I don't, it's, we're not talking about Emma, we're talking about Emma setting you up. Why would Emma do that to me? She's my well, friend. I would like to find that out. Do you know where she went after she dropped you off? No, she said, um, she said she had some plans with some, some other friends of ours. They were going out that night. I was meant to go with them, but then obviously this happened, so. Do you know where they were planning to go? Uh, they normally go to the red door in town. The red door. All right. Will you uh, will you rest up? Uh... Yeah, and I'll be with her, Jessica. Um, you know, uh, I think you should check with the school about Emma's registration, and also, you know, she's got she's you know she's got a licensed car, so. I have so, I have people pulling all of her, her background information. I yeah, it doesn't seem like this is doesn't seem like this is the place you were looking for. Seems like this was a very particular kind of setup. And I think, you know, I don't think Emma's name is Emma. I don't think you'll be able to find her. I don't think she's been a student for as long as we expected, unless they were sitting on set for years. I don't know. This has been this has been going on for some time. Uh, Angelica, definitely not the first, and you know, if we don't find her, she won't be the last. So, um, she, so drives saying, a, she drives a dark blue beetle. Dark blue beetle. You're saying that other girls have had experiences like Angelica did. Oh man, we've been trying to find this uh, this woman for some time now. Mom, can you just, can you, I know you're mad at me, but can you do me a favor? Yeah. I know, I know, I, I know I've made like, look, going back, I wish I just sucked it up and just gone to the normal clinic and everything. And I should have, but like I said, the, the main issue was the whole Genesis thing. So can you just not tell Genesis any of this stuff? Because oh, I, I think we both know that it's just going to cause more issues than it's worth. I wasn't planning on telling your sister anything. Because if we're talking about not trusting people, I think I think you need to look into Pastor Richard because the fact that he saved her at that exact moment when she was attacked and now he's been like, you know, like the private tutoring and... and and, and all that sort of stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know, Mum. And Genesis was fine. I mean, she had Thomas, and Thomas was lovely. 
and then she just threw it all away, like basically on on the pastor's bequest. Thomas was a good kid. He is a good kid. Jess? Hi. I, I came as soon as I could. Uh, I got up this morning. Hey, Dad. Oh, Angelica, how are you? I'm, I'm okay. Tyler. Um, not, not very good sleep last night, by the way. I imagine you've got your own problems, <laughs> but... Uh, I think I think that goes for all of us, but I think probably Genesis slept fine. The rest I left us. her at home. <laughs> Genesis apparently thinks she can just do whatever she wants to do. I will have to. Phil, you bring up an interesting point about about the pastor. We'll have to. What about the pastor? Uh... It's okay, well, Dad. It's, it's just—it's nothing. What? No, we're not going to tell Dad things now. What? What about Pastor Richard? Just the the amount of influence that he's had on on Genesis, I think, has us all a little concerned. But not much we can do for it right now. I have to go. Uh, I'll right. I'll see you out, Jessica. I want to have a word. I'll be right back, hon. Okay, that's right. I'll, I'll, Dad's here. We can talk. How are you feeling? Oh, I mean, okay, considering. Okay. Those two can have their conversation. <laughs> so, uh, Jessica, um, if you look in your records, uh, the woman that Ange is has described sounds like a woman who I thought was a missing person whose name I was told was Eve Walker. Um, you know, she and I had a mutual friend at the university, um, but she disappeared like a couple years ago. Um, but it sounds exactly like her. And I know that she was interested, like Emma is, in, you know, weird stuff. So if that name helps you find this. Uh, you said that was um, Evelyn, Evelyn Eve? Eve Walker. Eve Walker. Okay. That does help. Thank you. And one. When was this at the university you said a couple of years ago? Yeah, I mean, I, she she went missing a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, I she was friends with this uh, uh, alumnus of the of the school that I met at, in the medical department. And what was that? The, uh, the alumnus's name? Uh, 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 the uh, Wayne. Wayne. Last name, do you remember? You mutated. Wayne Minot. Minot. And when, when she disappeared, he died. It was the same time. Okay. 
Thank you, Tyler. Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, I hope you can, I hope you can figure this out. It seems then that you're, you two are going your separate ways after that. Yep. For the briefest, almost like half a second, both Jessica and Tyler smell what almost seems to be burnt flesh, just this whiff of long pig burning somewhere very close by, and then it's gone. Smell bad. Yeah, it did not smell like hospital. Maybe they're cauterizing somebody. Well, between what I between what was uh, upstairs last night and smells in the chains, I don't know. What a strange, strange last twenty-four hours. I mean, right now I'm so sleep deprived. I could almost think it wasn't real if you know if I were that lucky. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go call in the. Uh, Ask them if I know anything, uh, folks back at the station, look up anything you can about Eve Walker and Wayne Minot. See if they get there. either of them have a connection to Emma Creed. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll take names to... and they start they start running. And I'm going to the red door. Okay. Tyler, can you roll for your disadvantage, please? Oh. I rolled a three. Oh, great. Right. Um, in which case then, um, where are you going after you've uh, after you've left Jessica? Straight back into uh, Angelica's room. Okay. Um, you start heading that way. Thankfully it's say it's early morning, so the, the corridors are relatively uh, relatively peaceful. Um, I'm gonna cash in one of my uh, one of my three hold on you. Uh, that wave of burnt flesh comes back to you Wayne's hand slams down on your shoulder, he turns you around and slams you up against the wall his burnt face and what's left of, uh, left of his body pinning you to the wall as he just yells in your face if you get Eve killed I'll rip your fucking soul apart and at that point he then vanishes uh, you can cross off to stability Um, outside in Angelica's room, you maybe hear this slight thud against the wall, and then what was that? Hmm. What was that, Dad? Somebody in the next room, maybe. Hospital. I... Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow, you guys smell that in the hall? What smelled something, Tyler? I mean, hospital food's not that great. It's probably. I smell antiseptic. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. lots of that. That's pretty much everywhere in the building. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay, Tyler? Yeah. You know, I didn't get. None of us got any sleep. <laughs> I, uh, Why don't maybe, you sit uh, down over there. Yeah. I, I think actually. Pale. Pale. Uh, Ange, do you know if you're allowed to have coffee? Yeah, I can get us some coffee. Dad, uh, I'm, I'm, are you, not, are you not going okay. to go to 
Are you not going to go to church today? I definitely <laughs> smile at that, and I, I might even uh, I might give him a hug before, like, well, like Jad, and then I give stay him a hug. The, stay in the bed. Let me get the coffee. Yeah, that sounds like the perfect moment for me to skip over to Genesis, <laughs> because when Daddy she's was, when, she, when yeah, when, when she woke up and found that Daddy wasn't there, she's gone straight to the church. So. <laughs> You arrive back, uh, this time the early morning, uh, the gates are open and you can see that some of the, uh, the, the really passionate members of the, uh, of the church community, your, your brothers and sisters, as it were, um, have started to arrive early. So there is a gentle stream of uh, cars working their way in and kind of getting the, uh, the early bird spots right up near the front entrance to the, uh, to the church. So they, they got the least distance to walk. Um, you park up amongst them and then head inside. It's a huge glass front auditorium uh, made completely of marble. Uh, there are multiple checkpoints going in through here where you're waved down with metal detectors to make sure that uh, you're not carrying any weaponry or anything like that into the, um, into the auditorium. Um, you meet again, James. Uh, there, as promised, say he's said he was going to be on the morning shift as well. Looking like he's probably hasn't been to sleep, but uh, definitely perked up on a lot of coffee. So the, there is no bloodstream; there is just caffeine. Morning. Um, he he waves you in and God nods and says, oh, "I hope you got some. Uh, hope you got some sleep after your uh, after your late night trip." <laughs> uh, a little. You don't look like you've got too much. Uh, it's a uh, it's a Sunday usual usual deal. Again, I'm as I walk by, just because there's that doubt. Anytime I see any of the security, I I'll be eagling it almost. Mm. Like okay, yeah. it's not the person in it I'm not trusting. It's the it's the clothes I don't trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's people in uniform all around the place. And the, the auditorium's got the multiple ways in, or into the lobby rather, has the numerous ways to in, from inside through this huge glass front. And then you've got those that are starting to usher people through into the main part of the auditorium, which the doors are set along the floor. Uh, there's three levels to get in. And between a lot of these entrances and across the wall that would then form the main part of the auditorium beyond it is this huge three-story tall uh marble statue of christ with arms out wide uh, beckoning and welcoming uh, the the faithful into the auditorium which inside you again you're ushered through you've done this dozens of times it's almost like being uh, led into an airplane uh, before takeoff yeah. it's very very practiced very so what am i looking for ritualist <laughs> yeah that's that's a yeah. very good way of putting it so inside the auditorium, it's a hexagonal, uh, not uh, not hexagonal, octagonal room. So there's eight sides, thousands of seats that all go down in this bowl shape, um, where there are various walkways, and then people are obviously stood at different junk, um, junctions, and then ushering you forward, even with little light sticks to, uh, to say, right, you're waving you on this way, and so on. There's a circular stage in the middle. Um, upon which is your father's artwork, uh, which forms half, it's like a wall that runs halfway round the semicircle. Um, in fact, George, do you want to describe what your what your masterpiece looks like? 
Yes, I was uh, commissioned to paint uh, heaven. So dead center, uh, there's sort of a, a sun rising with uh, light beams shining out and there's angels up in the sky and they're blowing trumpets and uh, there's fluffy clouds. Typical what you believe heaven looks like. Plus I'm working on some other pieces around. <laughs> oh yeah, there's, there's plenty, plenty of work going on here. Um, the main central feature of those gates, um, kind of those gates to heaven opening wide, gates to heaven. that look a little, maybe the maybe it's something that your father's embellished a bit upon. Um, that the central gate has a locking mechanism, where there are seven locks or seven keyholes that form part of the lock. Just to throw that out there. Mm -hmm. You can see, say, people are starting to set up on the cameras. This is going to be a, televi a televised sermon. Um, you can't see Richard around anywhere at the moment, but that's not unusual for him being pre-sermon. He's probably getting um, getting ready downstairs, getting makeup and, and such sorted. Uh, but you do notice a familiar face down there. Mike is currently sweeping the stage. Okay, I will... I'll do my greetings as I walk past people because I, I, I recognize and know most of these people. And I am heading straight towards Mike, but I don't I don't want it I don't want to like f stop him from working. I'm kind of just gonna mm -hmm. talk as he works. Uh, Mike? Yeah, hello. Oh, you you feeling a bit better this morning? Uh yeah, you feeling okay. Why, 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 why would I, why would I be feeling not okay? It's a Sunday. It's 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 always a good day. Best day of the week. Um, did you 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 walked to mine yesterday? Uh, yeah, I don't don't have a car. So, can uh you can you just put me out of like uh, worry? Um, so. Walking from uh, for me usually takes close to an hour because driving is about half an hour, and maybe in traffic, I guess. Yeah, and I was there within the hour, and they said that you were you were already fast asleep, and I I don't know, I find it hard to believe that you got from. I was worried about you. I just find it hard to believe that you got from my house to the church and right into bed. You can see he looks a little worried and he actually shakes a bit. That he drops his uh, brush, his broom. You, you, how, how did you, you know I, I was asleep? Well, did, did, I, did you Did you come here? I... Uh... I came here, um, and uh, you know, um, the guards, uh, he rang someone and they, uh, apparently, as far as, well, I don't know, he might not have, but apparently he came and opened your door and checked on you and he said you were fast asleep. Um, uh, he, it doesn't require a, uh, read a person role here, but you can tell he's, um, uh, he's worried. Um, he's scared now. Mike, tell me. We've talked about everything. I even 
confide in you about my incident and how I need to maybe closure is finding the people who did this. I am having doubts myself about certain things that I can't really talk about here, but no, no, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have come here. They, 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 they don't, they don't like me. They don't like me leaving. If they found out that I got out and he looks past your shoulder and you see the visible gulp of concern as there's a couple of a uh, couple of the security guards coming down one of the walkways towards him. Quite quickly, tell me any, tell me anything you know, please. Quick. Oh, this is definitely going to be an influence a person role. <laughs> so this is influence other. So give me a role plus charisma. It's more like minus charisma. Oh yeah, you, you, you are you are Mr. You are Mrs. Personality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. That's fifteen minus two, so that's thirteen. Okay. So that's the uh, the middle of the road one that we had with Jessica earlier. So this is she demands better compensation. Uh, she does what you ask, but the GM chooses one of the following. So it demands comp uh, better compensation. Complications will arise at a future time. She gives him for a moment, but will change her mind and regret it later. I think we'll go with the last one. Okay. And he just, uh, he says, look, the, the, the pastor has me bound here. I can't, I'm not supposed to leave. I came to, I came to you because I felt something was wrong with, wrong with Elysium around you, that something was going, something was going wrong. And then particularly as he mentions that word Elysium, that you can see he's opened his eyes wide and he says, that's almost like the haggard look of, oh, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> and the two security guards come actually flanking both of you um, with a gentle cough. One of them says, um, the reverend would, or the pastor would like to have a word with you. Both of you. Would you like to care to follow us, please? Okay. I will. I, I willingly go because I am still very conflicted. I have the pastor is my most trusted person in my life. So even though I am conflicted, I will still. Okay. Go. You are. Um, you're led towards his office, and as you're doing so, you catch a smell of something. You're fairly sure that Mike has just pissed himself in fear. <laughs> We'll cut back to Jessica as you're uh, currently following up on stuff. Whereabouts are you? I'm headed to the red door where it supposedly uh, Emma went last night. Okay. Yep. It's a fairly popular goth nightclub in downtown. Um, it's pretty much open 24-7. So people come and, uh, come and go. Obviously, they have to stop serving liquor at various, uh, various points. But there's generally... Yeah. There's just generally someone there at all hours, uh, all hours of the day and night. Um, you head inside through the the eponymous red door, and leads you into a series uh, series of rooms that they've got set up on various themes. Uh, they've still got music playing in the background, but it's not ear ear shatteringly loud as you're moving around. There are probably a handful of people here that you spot. Uh, no one that's got a criminal record, at least no one that's flagged up on your uh, on your watch anyway. As you start to go around the bar, 
probably asking for the bartender to see, do you know where, uh, where Emma is, uh, giving a description. They point you towards a, da- a, bo- a booth right down the end of one wall that's uh, shrouded in shadow. And they just point at her and saying that she's been cradling a bottle of absinthe since about, um, since about midnight. Okay, I'll, I'll call in. It's like, uh, I've found Emma. Uh, if I could just have a, an officer just come. Just in case. Yeah, um, um, they'll, they'll turn up in about three minutes. All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go over there. Um, Emma? Yeah, this, um, this lady, I mean, you've met her before in passing a couple of times anyway, so you, you definitely, she knows you, you know her. Uh, even in this heat, is still dressed up very much like a goth out on the town. So long leather coat, uh, leather trousers, black top, uh, makeup that has evidently streamed down her face as she's been crying for quite some time. She looks gaunt and she looks shaky. Maybe she's about coming out of shock, but yeah, this she's taken a pretty a big psychological hit, you think. And she just looks up at you. Emma, I have a couple of questions for you. Um, regarding a illegal abortion operation operating in uh, downtown Phoenix and a lady named Eve Walker. Okay. She she looks and just takes a, a gulp out of the bottle, which is m- almost empty by this point. Could, could she drink an entire bottle of absinthe? She's got through most of it. She puts the bottle down with a kind of a loud thump. I I didn't think any I didn't think magic was real. I I ain't got a clue who this what Eve. Who's Eve? How do you know the, the how did you learn of its location? How do you know the the lady running the operation? Well, I didn't. I didn't think any of this would happen. I. I thought I was just helping, helping Angelica out. You got to believe me on that. I. I, you know me. I I I move around the bars. I I, I do the circuit. I. I'm I'm a party girl. That's that's what I do. You you overhear things when you're out on the town. You hear people talking in the next booth. You hear people talking at the bar next to you. I heard people talking, and I asked the right questions, and they gave me a phone number. Do you still have that number? She kind of fumbles around in her pockets, and then pulls pulls out a phone, which she then almost drops on the table in front of you which has about 20-odd missed calls at this point from Angelica, uh, that she hasn't even bothered to pick up the phone. Uh, She just opens it up and goes through her address book, and it just has the letter A, which she then shows to you. And it just looks like a a regular mobile number, probably a burner phone. 
Remember who gave you this number? <sighs> Where I, you were? I picked it up from a few people. Um, yeah, boys out with their girls saying about, oh, the fact the world's going to end because they've got a kid. Someone else chiming in was saying, oh, I know someone that can take it away really cheap. That If, if you don't want to go to a, a hospital and pay through the nose, there's someone that pays, they almost, almost sometimes pay, do it for free. And they just they just move around and do it wherever they need to. I honestly didn't think that I didn't want to get messed up in this. Hell, even maybe. How how do I go about getting police protection? Because this 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 crazy woman's probably going to come after me now. I've I saw what she did. Well, I have. Somebody will be here. Uh, they'll take you back to the state, uh, back to the station, get your official statement, and we can evaluate you for witness uh, protection. Okay, so I don't want that woman coming after me. God, God knows what she can do. If she can, I, I can't explain it. I, it looked like she was ripping something out of Angelica, some like ripping her soul out of her body or something. A screaming face, perhaps. Her eyes go wide, and she just shakes and holds holds the table. How is it? Just this this face, this screaming, screaming face in got immortal terror so coming they, out of her womb. Did so they let you view the operation, or did you take a peek yourself? No, I, I when I heard the noise and heard the heard the screaming of this thing, I barged in, thinking, "Holy shit, something's gone wrong with with Angelica," and that was when I saw it. I mean, I, I clobbered her over the head, something fierce, and then God dragged dragged Angelica out of there. What did you clobber her with? Oh, um, I just grabbed whatever whatever was near me. I mean, uh, a box, I think, a box full of box full of black candles. There was no such box left at the crime scene. Okay, um, how many other people were there? Just her, just her and Angelica. Anything else that you think would be that I should know? Only that magic's real. Shit just got deep, man. We'll cut back. So we'll uh, start wrapping things up. Anything happening at the minute with George, Angelica, and Tyler back at the hospital? I think my instinct is to just reassure Angelica that everything's going to be okay. And yeah. uh, I'm probably starting to calm down a lot more and just like the experience, I probably regret going to the illegal one, but it seems like my parents maybe this, understood why I did. It's and, a traumatic experience and we're yeah. over. It's over with. Yeah. We just need to get back to normal. So I'll probably be talking about college and uh, and uh, art and mm -hmm. unimportant shit. 
I might show him some of the sketches I've done on my phone and show how far I'm coming along. Yeah. No worries. And Tyler? Trying, <clears throat> trying not to spill any coffee on myself <laughs> as my hands shake. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, I've, I've got I've got no plans. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, you, your hands probably in, in that moment where your hands start uh, start to stop shaking. You suddenly realise that you, you want them to shake a bit more because you see Wayne's reflection looking back out at you at the, um, on the sheen of the coffee in the cup, just with this longing stare. You okay, honey? Oh, you know, I just you know I don't know what happened. I don't know what went wrong with us. Um, and I've been. It's really you know, it's very. It's all really upsetting but i'm glad you i'm glad you're okay now welcome to the real world <laughs> yeah um what was what was that what was that what world was that in angelica's room yesterday george that's that was a stress hallucination of some sort that three people shared well I don't people. know psychology, so maybe there were trigger words that caused us all to see something similar. How can we even know that we saw the same exact thing and not just something similar? I saw what looked like a, a doctor performing, I guess. Uh, at first I thought it was an abortion, but I guess it was some sort of backstreet c-section uh, yeah and there the the woman on the table she tried to speak to you didn't she she did speak to me yeah she said uh call my baby wayne sorry uh my hands are wet i, I spilled the coffee sorry <laughs> we used to Again, George, you you fairly sure that as the coffee hits the ground, burnt pork. Again, just the faintest whiff of it hits your nostrils. What the hell? It's in your coffee. It's it stinks. I think it's in the I think it's in the ventilation. I think they're cauterizing something or something. That's what I smelled hey. earlier. Do they still do that? Cauterized wounds? Yeah, stops the bleeding. Um, uh, nurse, we uh, had a coffee spill in here. I'm really sorry about this. I've got, you know. Yeah, the, the nurse pokes her head in. No, no worries. I'll, I'll get someone to clean that up right away. Speaking of messes to be cleaned up, and where we will wrap it up for the night is Genesis. Uh, been taken up to the uh, the offices of uh, yeah the office of the pastor. So he has above the main lobby. He has this wonderful office with a big oval table and a good panorama of looking down the hill uh, across the sea of uh, the car park and then the city skyline of Phoenix spreading out um, beyond that. 
Um, he sat there at his desk in a big high chair, uh, looking through a series of notes in front of him that he's scribbling away on every so often, and he's got a laptop next to him as well. Um, the doors open, and you're shown in by the two uh, by the two security officers. Now he looks up with a smile. Um, even say smiles to you and smiles to Mike and gets up off his chair and come, comes over towards you. When he gets within about six, five or six paces of Genesis, he just stops and looks at you as his head tilts to one side. And it's almost as if he scrutinizes you where you stand. He's dressed in his usual attire. He, he wears generally a, uh, a cream linen suit, white shirt. Uh, his hair is silvering. He looks like a man in his 50s. Um, he's well manicured. And so, yeah, he looks at you with this degree of uh, degree of interest and scrutiny. Are you okay, my child? I, I sense that something is something is troubling you. No, I... I, I um... It's something I am figuring out myself on the path of God, I, yeah, I do not need to burden you with it. He takes a couple of steps closer to you, almost the, the analogy comes out somewhere from the back of your head, almost like a tiger stalking uh, stalking prey in front of you. He comes up a little bit closer and cocks his head the other way. No, I sense, I do sense something. Maybe, maybe not connected with yourself, connected with someone close to you. I, I sense, I sense sorrow. I sense that something is, is deeply wrong with one of my family or one of our extended family. Is, am, am I, am I right? Something, yeah, something like that, yeah. But this is my own path, Barbara. I cannot... You know, you always preach about finding your own way and God will guide you and this is one of them moments. Is, are the guards behind? If I glance, are the guards behind? Yeah, they're behind you. They're, they're not being ominous. They're just stood back. Uh, I'm looking casually. They're looking at each other, yes. taking, her, taking the scenery I, around in the room. Whilst this is going on, I'm also trying to think back to that night and I'm just even though it hurts me to do it and he the, he will see in me that I am definitely mm. in emotional distress but I am thinking back because I'm seeing if I can piece together just to get it out of the way yeah, in which case he, he looks at your nods, he turns and in that moment while you're still very much inwardly focused you maybe catch the back end of a glance that he gives at Mike, which just has this complete and utter look of loathing. Which he looks at him and just then looks at the guards and says, "Take that thing out of here. I'll deal with him. In a, I'll deal with him shortly. This is more important." And what they you... they come forward and just grab Mike by both of his arms and they drag him out of the room. Um, you can see the stain where he's. Uh, say where he's pissed himself and he's running down his legs and he's just crying as they pull him out of the room why, why are you taking Mike? Mike Mike's a good Mike's a good man 
when he stays within his uh, within his limits. Um, that's not an issue you need to worry about. But he turns close friend. Maybe that's a question for another time as to how close. But and he comes forward and he just rests a hand on your shoulder. And I, I as he does so, little. his hand is heavy. Like, almost like it's maybe three or four times the size it should be. And the weight of it just holds down, almost sinks your shoulder down with it. And he looks into your eyes and just says, Child, tell me what is going on. Well, there's things going on at home, but you... You can tell me. I'm, I'm your, like your father. We're all a family here. We're all a family with God. There's nothing that we can't do if we can't do it together. I keep thinking back to that night. The night you saved me. He nods. And... I'm... By the grace of God, I happen to be there at the right time at the right place. And it overshadows what's going on right now because my fa my mother and father can deal with... I, I know that God will guide them to help the other issues that are going on with me right now. Well, with my family right now, but... God, I think it's a message from God and these doubts and I... I think you set me up. He looks almost visibly hurt at that point when he just almost staggers back. He lifts his hand off your shoulder and you, you think I had something to do with that? Are you per se, but for something, but your men, all the guards, they dress in black. I can't differentiate if they if the men that did it were in suits, black suits or joggy bottoms it's an idea that went into the back of my mind and you just turned up at the right time yes, God could have brought you to me but he kind of almost chuckles and kind of shakes his head my child, just because it's a colour match does not make it truth but it's, it's just so coincidental. I chose it because it was a, uh, a nice colour for people who should just fade into the background as if they are, they're not here, so people don't have to worry about them, that we need security in this world, that we just need like, to... Just like those men did when you showed up. Burglars dress in black. It's, it's a common criminal colour, unfortunately, as well, just that... I'm no. Uh, she is. She's just in her head. She is just trying to think. Was it joggy bottoms? Was it a suit? She's trying to figure. Because she, because oh, that's the only thing she saw of him. She didn't see their face. She just saw their outfit. She, she's trying to fixate. Because she doesn't want to go any further with these judgments if she is wrong. But there's something is telling her she is correct. And that she is in the lion's den right now. 
Like in that moment, then, as you're thinking that, yeah, when they ran away, there was something flapping. It could have been trousers, and also, not, not sneakers or shoes, but boots hitting the ground. The security guards outside, they all wear boots. It's something is forming into place here that, yeah, you, you think you're onto something. Yeah. And the as more you, she thinks, the angrier she'll get. <laughs> as you look up, you almost see, for a moment, this red glint in the pastor's eyes as he looks at you. And then both hands come to rest on your shoulder. And as you look down at his arms, you can see that his shadow extends behind him much wider and much longer than you think it should do. And he squeezes on your shoulder. He says, I think you'd better tell me exactly what is going on and why I can sense that magic surrounds you and surrounds someone very close to you. And we will leave it there for tonight. Our players included Josh Harwood, Morgan Llewellyn, David Gasway, Zane Fleming, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as the keeper of the secrets. I'm sorry. Uh, with Matthew Sanderson as the game master. Uh, we have a Discord server where you can chat with our members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer art of gameplay and game mastering. There is a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another deadly and disturbing role-playing session. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>